this is the Criterion Increase Podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. I'm Jimmy. And we're just two guys who have no other choice now to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number mm-hmm. at a time in mm-hmm. order release. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. week, we're mm-hmm. doppelgangers. Mm-hmm. As we watch Spine 359 of the Criterion Collection, Christoph Kislowski's The Double Life of Veronique from 1991. But first, RJ, mm-hmm. you're very uh, agreeable today. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh-huh. very non-verbal. It's going to be sounds. It's fucking weird, this weird mumbly man on the bus. Maybe I'll get off a few stops early. And... Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't. You don't want, you don't want to... Uh... <laughs> it's going to be like... You don't want to do anything out of, like, pattern with those guys, you know? Yeah. It's best to wait them out, I think. I see. Is that a pro yeah. tip? Yeah. 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 Uh, no, I, I saw Mumblecore is on the rise. I, I know those Safty brothers are really big, so... Um, Mumblecore is on the rise? Yeah, that's uh, that was uh, in the the news today. It was the, it? The news. Now, actually, did you know in our Creepsville Herald, there is a uh, Toonie market where it was people selling stuff? I did not. I did, I'm gonna, I, I, all I know is that I saw someone try to sell like a real beat ass fucking table and chair for like a hundred fifty dollars, and this thing's just like chips out of it. The top of it's just ratched, and it's like still pretty good. One fifty. It's it's in pretty decent shape. Like there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, it's all you could sit at it. You go, yeah. You could definitely sit at it. Uh, I'll, I'll grab one next week and I'll, I'll read it live, but, uh, I, I like it. I, 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 during lunch today I was reading it and I like it because they, um, they only bold the first, like whatever fits in the first line, even if it's not the full title. So one today was, um, uh, antique, uh, African children. And that was bolded. Oh, and then African children. If I, and I'm not making this up, I'll, that paper will still be in a, the uh, break room tomorrow. I'll go and I'll uh, I'll take a pic of it to send mm-hmm. you because I know you won't believe me. Right. But it was antique African children, and then it was porcelain, and then unbolded porcelain dolls. <laughs> so that was a good one. Another one was they, well, uh, they, they know how to get attention. They they do they do. Um, I think that was fifty bucks each for those African children. Uh, and then uh, there was one that was um, butcher hand meat, bolded. Hand meat. Hand meat. And then it was hand meat cut. How much for ham meat? Uh, ham meat is uh, unattainable. Have you ever seen Avatar? Yeah. Do you, do you know about unattainium? Yeah. Okay, it's kind of like that. It's like ham meat. Uh, the, uh, the, the butcher hand meat was $20. So it's like a, is it like a fist size of meat? It didn't. It didn't specify. Okay. They don't. They don't say any more than they need to because it's probably per letter in this thing, right? Right. Uh, you could get a, a car hood for twenty two dollars. Was another standout. A car today. hood. A car hood. It didn't specify which car. Just one. Just one, and uh, I liked that it was twenty two dollars. It was it, very precise. I feel like these type of this type of person just likes to talk to people on the phone. Yeah, like I don't know how you inquire in these things. I didn't, uh, I didn't look into it too much. I was, I was dazzled by the, uh, the headlines. There's no phone number. Uh, I can't remember. There might have been, but uh, email. Maybe an email, or maybe you email the Lethbridge or the Creepsville Herald. 
uh, maybe you email their toonie market thing and then they forward it to them so that it's like people don't just like put their phone numbers in the paper or something. Right. It's not it's not simpler times anymore, Jared. It's dangerous world out there. You can't just be putting your phone number out into the world. Mm. My phone number is five, by the way. Ooh. If anyone's asking. I, I don't know how you got that or swung it, but <laughs> just know the right. You just got to know the right people. Kudos. <laughs> you got to know the right people. So, anyways, if you're interested in any of those things. Uh, you they they now know a guy listeners you know now you now know a guy who can hook you up i i know i know the end maybe i'll look it up right here maybe i'll see if there's a digital uh version of the toonie market it's kind of weird though because it's a toonie market but literally nothing is a toonie you know what i mean well i mean you get like two bananas for less than a toonie no, I know, but nothing listed on this thing is worth a toonie. Everything is like uh, over two dollars. That's horseshit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What do you think it would be under? Do you think it'd be under special sections? I bet it's under special sections. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, special sections. We have fo- real estate focus. We have seniors. We have all about pets. Golf gar- uh, guide. Volunteer week. Medical directory. Uh, healthy you, winter in roads, sign me up, and cribs to crayons. So it's not it's not in special sections. Where would it be? Business? You think it's in business? <laughs> it's not in here. Okay, I don't think it's on the website. Classifieds. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Where is uh Where is their tuning market this, here? This, this is some compelling stuff right here. Yeah. Actually, like, I don't know if this is accurate. I don't know. Okay, pink rocker recliner. Good. $30, and it has a phone number. It does. Hey, I got you. I, can, I got your hookup. You need a Mr. Heater propane heater. Oh, where, where could I find that? 150 Really? The Creepsville Absolutely No Rules Sell, Buy, Swap, Recruit, Promote, Advertise Group. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, I, I'm on board with that. I'm on board with that. How about some mugs? You want a Spider-Man drinky cup? Uh, I actually have one. So, I guess not. Let's see what's all in recent ads. What the hell? And then there's people who are like posting about their hit and runs. On they... the... What? Yeah. In the personals? Getting, about getting hit by cars in the personals and, and post about their GoFundMes. I think you should probably go to the police with that. Well, I'm sure that they did, but uh... free free vacation in condominiums, Berkshire Mountain Lodge, Massachusetts. Would you like a children's all wood bench for thirty dollars? Uh, maybe, maybe. This one's interesting, Jarrett. Fifty fur fish game magazines from 1950s, 60s, and 70s, free, with a phone number. Are you interested in fur fish game magazines? Uh, I'm good. No? What do you think's in a fur fish game magazine? I don't know. Tips? Tips on, oh, okay. on various forms of hunting. Fishing. I, I like this ad. For sale. Luxury vehicle. No winters. Well maintained. Made in Germany. It's not going to give you a make or model or anything. Just... Luxury vehicle. <laughs> you want you want a car? You you need a car? 
<laughs> Sometimes that's all all you need is a car. Okay, I just found. <laughs> I just found the one that I, I wanted you to see. Yeah. So perfect. Uh, I'm gonna uh, and then and then I don't I don't know how long we need to continue this, but I this one at least was interesting. <laughs> so I'm just gonna send this to you, and it, it appeared different in the paper, obviously, but the headline was the same. Because I, I know people won't believe me. Where are you, where are you, where are you sending this? Where are you Messenger. Messenger. Oh, my goodness. You're going to share this on the, the, the cord? Uh, I mean, I could send it to Discord right now. Because I just took a picture of my computer screen. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> I wasn't making it up. You didn't mention the Vulcan Golf. I mean, is that an opportunity to uh, golf with a real Vulcan? <laughs> I mean, you don't know until you buy it. You don't know until you buy it, man. New in box, fifty dollars, and there's a phone number, so maybe don't post that. Oh, okay, yeah, I won't post it, but it's uh, it's right there. African children for sale, <laughs> fifty dollars. Porcelain dolls. Wow. So, anyways. Anyways, hey. That's what I've been up to. That's all. That's all your week's been. Yeah, that's all I've been doing. Buying and selling, huh? I've been digging that hole still, so I'm just digging a hole in my backyard. That's f- still, huh? <laughs> it's a big hole. Do you do you know anyone who might need are you, are, like? Are you throwing e-scooters in there? I, I not yet, but I will if I ever find another one. But uh, do you do you know anyone in need of like three to four hundred pounds of uh, potting soil? No, I don't. I can't. I can't help. No, you I can't help you with that one. Okay. Well, then then the digging will continue. All right. Yeah. And you, Jarrett, busy, I am sure. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I can't believe it's already been a week, and there was a there was a long weekend in between, and it still yes takes yeah. a lot out of you. Well, I I I propose a change in schedule. I know people don't like when we take break weeks. Like, what do we even do every like ten weeks or something? I say we we radically uh, change things, and we do like four on and one off or something. Every, every we do four in a row and then we take a week off and then four in a row and then a week off we can put it to the discord see what they say oh they'll, they'll tell us to fuck ourselves well they're the wrong people then we, we we need to put this ads elsewhere probably well this is the thing so this is what i would I, this is how i assume things would be it's like hey guys you know let's have some stuff that's happening in our lives personal stuff you know take a take a yeah. step take a step back from uh from, uh-huh. from the whole thing, you know, come back energized, you know, and then mm-hmm. everybody in the comments would go, yeah, man, take care of yourselves, you know. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we even need, need to rationalize it. We could just say we're taking a we're taking a week off once a month, you fucks. This, this, then that's yeah, see, that's 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 the reality. That's what one should say. But yeah. I mean, hey, it's not like it's not like we don't we have to we have to skip these movies. We have to watch them eventually. Like I mean, next yeah. year, who else is going to watch Symbiopsychotaxoplasm if not us? I mean, yes, I, I I understand. I'm just saying, you space it out. Remember how remember how nice it is when you get to Wednesday and you're like, man, I could go to Humpty's and get a spinach salad. Hey, you know what that sound is? Is that a Humpty spinach salad coming out of that, you? That's working out. That that is a compressor tank oh dear oh oh dear it, it just sits there and, it, and every once in a while it's like i need to fill myself up is that also what you do when you're sitting there once Pretty in a much. while you go fill- i gotta fill myself up mm-hmm. yep gotta go bust out some uh rollo drumsticks fill myself up <laughs> did you uh get a taco time yesterday 
Uh, no. I got it today. Or on Monday? No. But you're not fam if you don't... I'm not fam. I'm not fam. I'm... Hey, speaking of Creeps Nation, RJ. Oh, yeah. Um, They did it. What do you mean? They canceled the podcast? Well, they tried Answered to. The prayer. And in the but, but the thing is, though, those emails to cancel the podcast got to 10. So No, they didn't. So not only are we canceled, but we were on our way out. We're going to read their emails, RJ. You and me. I. They didn't. They did. Did 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 Sam you know Sanchez write two? Is that is that what pushed it over ten? Yeah, yeah. scams, 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 Sanchez. Yeah, yeah. I, I I guarantee he he pushed he uh, juked the stats a bit. He did not. He did not. But uh, well, but you know what? Not even not even an email from Justin Peterson, which is which is incredible. Holy um, cow! So there might even be one coming here in the next like half hour as we read through. 10 emails once we hit 10 it resets and we got to get 10 more before ah, I, I i continue i see all right so anything past 10 you got to take so rj yeah i think uh it's time for you to take things away <clears throat> okay i don't do this very often nope uh we have an email titled cactus club inquiries this is from kai win from uh, uh deep space nine apparently um should i read their email out loud yeah, I think so. Okay, well, here's the, tr- here's the troubling thing. This was sent at 2 a.m., uh, so uh, Kai Wynn, go to bed. Uh, hello, Canadians. I have to say, I was shocked that Jarrett used a Marina song to introduce last week's episode because of the title, Pandora's Box. Does Jarrett listen to Marina, or did he just search for a relevant title? Question mark. The latter. Okay. Since it was just added to HBO Max in the States, I wanted to ask, have either of you seen Elvis? And if so, what did you think? Personally, I enjoyed it far more than I expected I would. Have you seen Elvis, Jared? It is on Crave. I have not. In Canada. I have not. I have not uh, which, seen. I'm not a Boz Lerman fan at But all. you do have access to Crave, don't you? I do, but. I, I heard that at the end of Elvis, he's in a fat suit. Ooh. Dying, also, is he, is he dying on that toilet? Maybe. You don't you want to see that he's white uh, clip in real time? I don't. In, I, in, no, I feel like I've already experienced. I've, I've got that gif. So I'm oh, okay. Uh, back to this email. Sorry, <clears throat> I did an email in last week so we could hit your ten email quota. Some of the old creep contributors are not pulling their weight here. Final foodie question. Do you have Cactus Club in Creepsville? Every time I visit BC, I go with my friends. If you've been, what is your order? If not, what would it be? I got Sangrina Bellini, Yam Fries, an Impossible Burger. Don't knock them till you've tried them. Cheers, or whatever. Kai win. <laughs> uh, we do not have Cactus Club. We, we do not have Cactus Club. I don't think even like uh, the big the big city above us, like Calgary. Does Calgary even have a? Oh yeah, they do. Okay. No. We, so we, we have them, just not in Creepsville. No. Let's check out. I mean, this. their headquarters are BC. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see what they got in this. Uh, Casual this fine dining. Let's go to menus. Mm, the big plate of looks like some cucumbers all sliced up, looking really unappealing so for drinks uh i'll go with the mezcal oh 
I was going to go with the Mezcal Margarita, but I think I'll go with the El Camino Margarita because that sounds funner, doesn't it, Jarrett? El Camino. Let's go to food, why don't we? Ooh, Jarrett's going to get the avocado kale salad, I'm sure, as a feature. Hmm. Uh, I, there's, there's appetizers. I'd maybe get ceviche. I'm not a huge ceviche guy, but I, I'd get a one go, you know, you know. What do you think spaghetti portofino is? That sounds good. Sounds like pasta to me. It's a uh, seafood spaghetti. There you go. Fennel okay. chili crumb. Ooh. No. Hey, the, under steaks, there's something called the millionaire's cut. Szechuan tofu lettuce wraps. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So the millionaire's cut. White wine sautéed Creole jumbo prawns, buttered mashed potatoes, roasted asparagus, with your choice of the following, 7-ounce Angus beef fillet, or a 12-ounce so New York steak. Is, is this just, like, freshy? Uh, I mean, it kind of looks like it, but this Millionaire's Cut, it's a 7-ounce steak, and it's $51. That seems outrageous. So they do have uh, beef burger. I they do. But, yeah, Impossible Burgers are fine. Yeah, I got I got no problem. I've had a uh, I had a bean patty one time. I thought it was fine. I like beans. Dessert they got a chocolate peanut butter crunch. Oh, damn, you know what Sounds I didn't? Good. You know what I should have asked you? Huh. What, what have you been air frying this week? Uh, what did we do? Um, okay, so we made like um, uh, white people tacos a couple days ago. Speaking of racially charged. Well, yeah. Well, so like. Oh, goodness. We like whenever we make like tacos, we make like we we make like nice ones where we'll we'll do like a pork shoulder and like uh like put in the crock pot and then like actually have nice tacos. But we wanted like American Western tacos a couple days ago, which we don't make at home very often. So we grounded up some beef and uh, we got hard tacos and then we also got soft tacos. And Andy makes like um she'll put the cheese on it and then put the hard taco in there for like a cheesy gordita crunch. Uh, so we made a bunch of those, but we didn't eat them all. So the next day, I put those in the air fryer. Mm-hmm. And they got pretty crispy. It wasn't great because reheating a uh, reheating a hard taco that you put meat into uh, <laughs> a day later isn't the the best plan. But my eyes were bigger than my, my tummy. Mm-hmm. So uh, we did a big pile of tater tots and, uh, and then those tacos. And then I reheated them the next day. And it was uh, that was okay. Okay. Nobody we nobody gave me any input. Maybe it's in the emails. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Uh I think the only thing that really jumps out at me on from Cactus Club at the moment is key lime pie. Mm-hmm. What about the peanut butter crunch? That mm-hmm. looked good as a dessert as well. I didn't really see it because my call recorder button was not covering it. So key uh, lime pie it is. Okay. Cool. Cool. Well, I got an email, RJ. Uh, from who? Oliver Granger. Oh, An no. email entitled, <clears throat> Sky Cuck and the World of the Incels. Oh, boy. No one in Creep Nation has watched Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow. In fact, only one person <laughs> I know has logged. Creeps Nation, let's change that. Someone else go first. It's the director's only feature. I wonder why. 
So that's not true for uh, me anyway. I think there's like... You've seen Sky Captain? I've never seen it, but I think 11 people that I follow on Letterboxd have. Mm. And I think several... There's a few of those from uh, Creep Nation. They're not uh, the most active. I think there's definitely an emailer in there, though. I believe that I have seen about five minutes of this on a TV playing in, like, an airport. You know you know, who's logged it? George Holschweimer. George Holschweimer? Jo- jo- Joseph Turner. Uh, I see uh, Devin, we- Devin Weiss. Uh, Jason Mercier. Mercier. He might He might have. He might be a listener. Uh, I'm not sure. Well, where are these sons of bitches? I don't know. Steven Schreiber. Oh, that, that piece of trash. The serial winner? No. Nope. Did he win the serial box? He, he or was did. that someone? He did. Yeah. No, where, well, where's uh, he been? Uh, uh, in Pinocchio, I think. He won a designer box of cereal? A collectible and then he just disappeared yeah. that's Here's, pretty so yeah the people rude. have definitely logged it and what am i here i think a good over almost two dozen so yeah it's not bad i said I know, I know a higher class of cuck than oliver a higher class of cuck yeah what yeah. is the cluck uh or the the cuck uh ranking scale of this film i haven't seen it oh okay but I will say, so I remember when this movie came out because the trailer for it like looked really cool, and then the reviews came out, and everyone went, "No, it's not good. It's it's ah. all it's all style, no substance." Which I mean, that shouldn't hurt a movie, but uh, no one gave a crap about it. And because like, to me, when I saw this, I was like, "Oh, cool! It's got that uh, retro nouveau kind of look. It's like trying to be like Rocketeer, yeah, uh, or Iron Giant, which is like that's neat." Uh, but it was also that after sin city or in yeah, that, in that and like period of time and the spirit and it just kind of was like nope yeah it didn't happen it didn't happen so yeah i don't know if this is uh streaming anywhere uh i didn't look hold on I oh, can... i'll look i got just watch on the click just watch says it's on apple tv for 4.99 that hard pass yeah you could also get it on youtube for 3.99 jared what a what a deal! That's a rental, by the way. Okay. To purchase it on Apple TV is fourteen ninety nine. Okay. If you're interested. Sounds like he's. So interested. There you go. There's that's Oliver's rallying cry. Okay. To get people to watch Skycock. <laughs> is that all he had to say? Uh, yep, that's it. Okay. Uh, we got an email titled "Gamer Chuds." From a Long Chaney Jr. son, Christopher Chaney. Uh, this was sent at a reasonable hour, 6 p.m., uh, on Tuesday, September the 6th, 2022. Uh, creeps, movies suck. I'd rather hear about the fairer form of entertainment, games. I'm going to send in a gamer question every week until we hit 10 emails in a show. Already well, done. <laughs> That's it. Done. Your reign of terror is over, Mon yeah. Chaney Jr. Yeah. Should we even allow him to ask his question right now? I don't know. That's that's your decision. That's up to yeah, you. I'll allow it. Okay. What's your favorite portable tabletop game? Mm. It can't have a board, and the box can't be bigger than, say, four DVD cases in a stack. Generally, you're looking at cards and dice here. But there are definitely exceptions to this one out there. For me, the best one is Love Letter. Ah. Chris. There you go. So uh, do you have anything that fits this very um, 
stringent uh, list of uh, requirements. Uh, well, I mean, one one that you could uh, throw out there is a little Magic the Gathering, RJ. Wow. Well, I mean that that does fit into it, the card it, game. It does. Yeah. Uh, I I have played a little Love Letter. It's yeah. Not, not too bad. Not too bad a game. Did you love it? Uh, <laughs> it's good. It's a good okay. game. Yeah. Yep. I'm trying to think of like little handhelds little, little, little games little, little yeah. pack games but uh you know what game i really like to play hmm. old maid yeah all you need is a deck of cards <laughs> i know we had a when i was little we had a we had a specialty deck of old maids and it was like people on the cards it'd be like uncle string bean and it'd be like a guy who was like real tall and it, and then the old maid was just like an old lady on the card i liked it it's a fun game I know a lot of people like to pick up a game called Happy Little Dinosaurs. It sounds uh, scary. It's not. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what I think the obvious answer probably is? Is crib. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Because the board folds up and it's no bigger than a stack of four DVDs. I always forget how to play that, though. Every time I play it, I, I need people... Uh, I'm always like, can you remind me how to play this game? I always forget. Mm-hmm. I'm skimming, Anyways, I'm taking a skim. So you're a Magic the Gathering guy. I mean, it's uh, it's a it's a living experience. It's a what lifestyle. about what about Knuckles? Do you remember Knuckles? <laughs> Just slapping your knuckles against one another. <laughs> well, you like you would like do the thing with the quarters where you had to like get it as close to the edge as you could, and if you could get it to the edge, you could go and you of a desk, you could flick it back. And then you grab it, and then you slam it into the other guy's knuckles, and then you would get bloody knuckles, and you get tetanus because right. it's dirty quarters and stuff like that. Okay. All you need is a quarter for knuckles. I wonder if uh, Christopher Cheney has uh, played any other versions of Love Letter. You know, there's like Batman Love Letter, RJ. I don't. I don't know what Love Letter is. What? What is the? What is the point of like the goal of the game? So uh, it's about mind games. Okay. Which is not to be confused with that game called Mind Games. So the okay. idea is that you are trying to get a love letter to the princess. Okay. And that's a card in the deck. And everybody okay. has two cards in their sorry, they have one card in their two cards in their hand. Okay. And you're trying to like eliminate everybody else so you're you're the last person standing and then you get little pegs, little like little favors. You kinda of play best of five or until Someone has five points, so it can go quite a bit. It plays best with at least probably five people. The more, the merrier. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, there's it's very uh, you know medieval Europe kind of or not mid yeah medieval, medieval Europe. Europe. You know, you got okay. bishops and archbishops and dukes and uh, countesses and stuff like that. There, it, it's it's a pretty intuitive game once you actually understand once you see what the mechanics are. It's super sure. super simple. Um, I think it's it's a good way for uh, people to pass the time. And okay, it's fun, fun, easy game to get into. Uh, I mean, that sounds okay. I don't mind card games like that, like or like games like that. When we, uh, whenever Hot Cam visits, we always play a game called uh, Epic Spell Wars, and that's just oh, yeah. a card. card. Well, it's cards and dice, so I don't know. Like, I, I think it would be portable, but like you wouldn't yeah. like want to play it in a car because you got to no. roll dice. But uh, that game's pretty fun. Yeah, most game's most games you don't really want to play in a car, but except Old Maid. Except Old Maid. <laughs> old Maid's really easy in a car. Yeah. 
you you want to hear from Scott Bailey? Scott Bailey, George C. Scott Bailey. The email title. It's been a long time. It has been a long time. Probably a year, maybe. Hey, maybe more. It's been a while since I last emailed you guys. In last week's episode, Jr. said he got an air fryer. <laughs> I would recommend doing wings in it. There uh, you go. There you go. It's great. Jim to Ross. Hear. <laughs> it's great to hear from George Scott. Uh, George C. Scott Bailey. Um, but there's more. So recently, oh. I watched a British sitcom called Young Ones. It is one of my favorite endings to a television series. I will not spoil it for anyone who has not seen it. What is your guys' favorite ending to a TV series? Roseanne. There you go. Without a doubt, it's Roseanne. Do you know the ending to Roseanne, Jared? Uh, I don't want to spoil it for you. Is it just depressing? It is. I I have Roseanne on DVD the entire series. Yep. Should we do that instead of the next Star Trek? No. It's got a great ending. I I think my two favorite endings are Roseanne and uh, Dinosaurs is up there because Dinosaurs is also, also pretty yeah. depressing. Yeah, you like these uh, dark family sitcom endings. Well, it's uh, all about uh, Middle America, you know, Jared? Mm-hmm. Those dinosaurs the, were the, Middle it's, American. It's the, it's the collapse of the the working class. Yeah. Well, look what happened when when Roseanne ended and dinosaurs ended. Look at where we are now. If those shows were still going, do you think we'd be here today? You think COVID would have happened? No way, man. No way. Uh, what else did he say? I don't know. What's your favorite ending to a TV show, Jared? I think the end of the Shield is pretty good. I think mm. when I, when I think of, but when I think back on shows, it's like that's a pretty good one. I think I've looked this up before, but I feel like the shield isn't available on anything. It was, and it comes and goes, and I have no idea how that show is going to age at all. Yeah, but what a fun ride it was! So right now it's on FX now, which I guarantee we don't get in Canada. So because yeah. I've like you've mentioned it a few times, I want to watch it. It's just we don't have it here. <laughs> Let's see what the the shield is on Amazon. I'm pretty sure you can get the complete series for like under fifty bucks. No, no way. Uh, I, I'm saying that to you. Uh, the complete, the shield, the complete DVD. Yep. One ninety nine. Like a dollar ninety nine. A hundred and ninety nine. Two hundred bucks. Yeah. That's stupid. There's that's it, that makes no sense. That's uh that's it, the first result. It, it must be okay. Wait, Blu-ray. Some... Is one hundred and twenty six dollars. Oh, see, the problem with the Blu rays is I think they um, they kind of did something with the aspect ratio in a jank, uh, in a janky way because so you can see more of the screen than you're supposed to because it was shot yeah. for full frame. But they just went, oh no, we want the edges so you can sometimes see the film crew. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, I I like that. So the Blu ray is one twenty six, but it's not Prime, so it's got a sixty dollar shipping fee. What? So the DVD at uh, oh there's another seller of the complete series on DVD at ninety two dollars with fifteen dollars shipping so that's still over a hundred. Uh, I feel like it'd be just cheaper to piecemeal the series together, like uh, season by season. Yeah, well there you go. I already am seeing a, the, the Shield complete series on DVD for ninety two bucks. Yeah, that's the one that has fifteen dollars shipping. Oh, yeah. 
So, yeah. I mean, you might be able to piecemeal it together Prime, easier. Prime video. What is this? Season I four. I mean, mm. the wire complete is $91 with oh. free shipping. So that's hard to beat. Some of these you can get the first season for 12 bucks. Oh, is this going to be yeah. uh, Jared having to order something for RJ on eBay? No, no, we're not going to do that this time. we got to reserve that for 90s uh, grime stuff. This is, this is 2000s grime stuff. Hey, look I at, know, but what if what if it doesn't hold up? What if it doesn't age well? Look at this. The, the Shield Complete Series 29 discs, uh, starting bid, 10 bucks. On uh, eBay? Yeah. You but should check out what the thirty-three like, dollars shipping. You should check out what. A, okay, so now you're so and then taxes. You're you're already at fifty bucks. Okay, well here's one you just literally buy brand new, if it's if it's a real copy, thirty-eight dollars yeah. plus five six dollars shipping. 50 is that bu- fifty is bucks? That, from, do you think that's coming, burnt on coming from Shepherdsville, Kentucky? Do you think someone just burnt that on their like home computer? Uh oh, it's Mill Creek. So no, I mean. No, I mean, the, who knows of the quality of uh, Bill Creek's releases? But that's a real, that's a real copy. Okay, okay. $50. Well, fifty dollars. Let's uh, let's put a pin in that for now. Okay. Because I think you should watch Roseanne. Mm-hmm. I'll watch The Shield if you watch all of Roseanne. Equal trade? No. No. Mm. You sure? Yeah, I'm. I'm good. Roseanne's pretty good. Yeah. You got any more emails over there, RJ? Uh, yeah, I got one uh, titled The Quest for Ten, uh, sent uh, at 2.37 p.m. Wednesday by Reese Haxtell. Hey, Jarrett and RJ, hoping that you are well. Hoping this email pushes you over the top in our continuing quest for ten emails. This week, I watched Prey and Sandman, both of which were pretty good shows. I have tried to rally creep troops in the very fun Discord server that we are going exclusively for Patreon supporters. That we that we have going exclusively. That we are going exclusively. We. we. (laughs) Hopefully, they heed my call, or at the very least, check out the Discord for the memes. Have a great show talking about a movie. Not sure which one. They all seem to be blending together for me, sweetly, Sugarhead. Well, Sugarhead, if these movies are blending together for you, <laughs> do you have any idea what our high meat brains are at right now? What, seven years in? Six years in? I don't know. A hundred years in? Yep. So, uh, Sugarhead watched Prey and Sandman. Actually, Andy and I are uh, halfway through Sandman. Isn't, how many episodes is Sandman? Eleven. Is it that many? They did something really weird. They did ten episodes. And then a week later, they released a new animated episode as an 11th episode. But it, it like it wasn't on the initial day and it wasn't expected. Like they didn't say it was going to come. They just did it like an animated episode a week later or something weird like that. OK. So, yeah, we're, we're like five in. We'd maybe be done by next week. I don't know. Uh, Andy is um, it's. <laughs> we can watch one a night, is what is what I'm saying. Okay, one a night, and then and then we need something else, which I, I'm actually okay with because I don't want to overdo it either. So one a night is fine. So maybe by next week we'll be done. We'll see. What do you got there? Well, I got an email from one 
Actium Jackson Maximus. Holy <laughs> shit. I thought that dude died. <laughs> I just thought he stopped like, listening. Genuine. No, I thought he genuinely died. Okay, well, yeah. he's he's okay, apparently. Allegedly. This could be AI. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's getting pretty advanced. It's a bot. I mean, the email doesn't even have a subject. I mean, that's vintage AI. Yeah, already that's suspicious. With an email entitled, Hello, Creeps. It's been a while since I last emailed in, but rest assured that I'll always be lurking in the shadows. Oh, what a treat. Gonna keep it brief this week and ask for your opinions on David Mamet. I see that I'm not the only one on a kick of his movies recently, as Sam has been logging a few as well, possibly in preparation for that upcoming episode on House of Games. I personally find his films quite strong most of the time when uh, when writing, and he's got quite an excellent track record when it comes to directing. Keep up the good work. Actium Jackson Maximus. God damn, it's good to hear from him. Is he not a Patreon? He should get on the Discord channel. He is not. He is He's not. not. He is not. Well, then he can stay the fuck off the exactly. Discord channel. Exactly. That's what I'd say. If he knew what was really going on. Hey, what did David Mamet say about teachers a while ago? <laughs> that, that they're all sickos. And what does David Mamet do when he's not uh, filming movies? Uh, on Fox News. Uh, is, is he? Does he not teach classes? No. Oh, yeah. See, he knows best better than anybody. But oh, not. Okay. But not him. No, not him. Not not him. Everyone everyone else. You know you know about David Mamet? You know about the Mamet damn it? I know about Spartan. Yeah, you do. Spartan, S- Red Spartan's Belt. Spartan's pretty Red, good. Red Belt's good too. Uh, I've never seen Red Belt. His uh his MMA movie. She uh it's got Chi Wattel He had a TV show as well. The Unit. Some, whoa, whoa, whoa. Some some good old uh post nine eleven uh raw raw shit. You you a hundred percent buried the lead. Do you do you know who has second bill in Red Belt? Tim Allen. Tim Allen? You're not going to lead with that? You want me to watch a movie. You tell me Tim hey, Allen is it. It's also got Ricky J, Joe Montana. <laughs> Montan- Montan- you, know, Montan- you, know you, know you know about Fat Tony? Joe Montana was a quarterback, you crazy asshole. <laughs> Remember that? Remember that zinger from that uh, mm-hmm. that uh, Adam Sandler film, Jarrett? Yeah, I you remember. You know about Randy Couture? I do know about Randy Couture. I know about Ricky J too. Richie, Ricky J is a cool guy. R- Richard J. Max Martini. Jared. Max Martini. Mm-hmm. Max well, Martini. Well, House of Games is a movie we'll be watching one of these days. Uh, is it Criterion? Uh, it is Criterion. Oh, okay. There's also, I mean, there was Heist. Uh, another future Criterion way down the road is Homicide. Oh, I thought you were going to say Heist was the future Criterion. I was going to say and, no shit. And, and a movie that should join the Criterion Collection, uh, The Spanish Prisoner, which is a, a very cool movie. It's been forever since I've seen it. Maybe yeah. it hasn't aged well, but I think it's actually quite good. Oh, he made a movie on you, too, from 2013. What, The, Win- the Winslow Boy? <laughs> Not that one. Uh, he, he made a Phil Spector movie. Oh, yeah, he he did. With Al Pacino, with Al, Al, Big Al, yeah, it's not. It's, it's that's some that's real. T, that's some real uh, HBO movie TV show vibe. Sure looks like it. But hey, it sure looks like it. But I mean, he wrote the all-time banger, The Edge. The Edge. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. We're gonna kill that bear. Uh, the Edge is a cool show. It's, it's I mean, about, it's I watched about, it when I was. What, what a is it? Boy. Ne- negative Encounters. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a negative encounter, Jerry. You don't no. don't use those harsh words anymore. 
No attacks. Nothing like that. Glenn, Gary, Glenn Ross, of obviously, and everyone, yeah, the kids love it. He'll what about Edmund? Do kids love that one? They love Edmund. They love Stuart Gordon. They say it's his best film. Some, some even say. Some, some have said. Yeah. Some have said. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> Not this guy. Not this guy. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. I think his uh, his best days are behind him, but his but his heyday was pretty solid. Yeah, I'd like to take a class from him. Yeah. I don't know what he teaches, <laughs> but oh, you know. I see. Well, it's nice to hear from Actium. That's true. It's good to know that he's out it's there. True. I thought he. I genuinely thought he did. <laughs> you thought he did. <laughs> Me flunk English? That's impossible. I'd, I'd love to see him on on the Discord. I also would like to see that. I'd I I bet he would send some meat pie pics. Yeah. Granger style. Next up, we got Lawrence Krychek. Oh no. Uh, with an email sent at 3:44 p.m. Wednesday. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, subject titled because I was told to and this was sent to the criterion creeps at gmail.com uh, his body goes hey creeps sugarhead implored us to write in and see if we could get that mailbag up to 10 and I'm nothing else if not a follower so here I am writing to you without any particular aim or purpose so Either of you fellas pick up that 4K release of Star Trek, the motion picture that dropped this week. I hear it's a longer cut, which is music to my ears, as I'm always down for extra minutes of plodding, 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 yep. plodding, 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 methodical. I, uh, I'm going to I'm going to reply to Lawrence. I'm going to say, can you define plodding for me, please? Uh, methodical Star Trek ex- excitement. Anyway. Have a magnificent show, you stallions. Your pal, Lawrence. So did you pick up the 4K of that film? I have not yet. No? No. Are you going to? Well, I thought they were putting up the whole uh, original No, they're doing series. one by one. Uh, yeah, but it's well, not in a pack. But apparently, though, each version, each release will then have all versions of the film. Like theatrical, directors, oh, okay. and extra long. Ah, I mean... If anything, you could get that uh, Rathacon 4K. That'd be pretty cool. I think that I thought that came out already. Like, I think it. I think they did that first, and now yeah. maybe maybe they're going to do it. Now they're going to do it again with all versions because, of course, they are because it's Star Trek. I mean, I'd love to get Star Trek Five in 4K. Absolutely. Beans, Jared. It's, it's, it's a beans. It's, it's, it's a great American film. Yeah, it's great. It's great. I want to hear from. Scam, scam, Chez. Scam, scam, Chez. I guess whatever he's saying, I, I won't believe. With but... an email entitled "Creeps." Oh dear. Hello, creep boys. Mm. With October looming around the corner, just curious to see how your potential watch list is shaping up to be. I was yes. convinced by another party to do an extended Creeptober starting this month, and I'll see how quickly I can burn myself on horror movies over the two months. My list to start with was over 250, which I will not come no. anywhere near. But over two no. months, I can probably make a decent dent in. So That's ludicrous. I, coincidentally, I have begun mm-hmm. work. Because I was thinking, hey, it's the beginning of September. If I'm gonna to have to like order any movies, I better mm-hmm. buy them. I better order them soon so they're here yes. by by October. 
uh well i know you like to keep that uh under hat so uh well i mean whatever i don't so one of the well, things well, though, right what's now what's a good one what's well, the one you're most excited for well these are a couple of pickups from the last year i, I bought on sale off mm-hmm. of uh whatever it was unobstructed view i think so some some arrow stuff that i have not seen like dream demon and brotherhood mm-hmm. of satan that sounds uh, cool. A bunch of stuff that is actually in that folk horror big box set that I bought that I watched none of last year because it didn't come oh, until yeah. the end of October. There's like a lot of short films and like little micro movies that I've known about for years and years and I never got around to watching. So now I got them. So I guess I have mm-hmm. no excuse but to watch them in premium format. So I've got that. Uh, I have to get a uh, a shutter login again p- potentially and then uh, what do you mean again yeah well you i don't know. have the same as you don't have it anymore i, I don't know where it is if i do it's somewhere oh, i'm sure it but... doesn't just stay logged in it, it doesn't oh actually no that's true shutter does this really weird thing like uh um like once a month or so like it just logs me out like on my fire stick and then like i don't i, I don't remember it either i it's, always have to come look it, and i'm it, like what the fuck it seems to not like when one logs in at a different location Oh. At, at various times, and if you can't have more than one person logged in at once, if you at catch, time, if you catch my meaning, I understand. I understand. Well, I mean, I think I've already mentioned my method this year is things that are available mostly through stream. So I think I have like six or seven Shutter films on my list. So that thing's gonna be logging out frequently. That's what I'm saying. Frequently, frequently. Well, yeah, I, I got to take a look at their list and see what's new, what I should be watching. Because there's been over the course of the year, I'm sure there's lots of stuff I could just throw on that'll be watchable, like Mosquito, like Mosquito from 1994. That's on Shutter. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm watching. That, that, that's for RJ's love it. Yeah. How about Three from Hell from Robert Zombie? Uh, I believe that's on uh, one of the other ones as well. I can't remember which one. I've got some a couple of corpse picks I think I threw on this list. Mm-hmm. So three from hell. No. Some necro uh, storm. Uh, nope. I, I'd have to actually get copies of those, which I think like I'm, corpse I think has them. He does. Yeah. But, but I, I don't know. I'd have to go to the graveyard. It's spooky there. You do got to go to the underrealm. Yeah. Yeah. Now nah, there's things. There's you know Tubi. There's gonna be some Tubi originals, uh, I think. Oh. Well, there's the one that apparently is a good. Uh, it's called, and it's I think it's still on Tubi. It's a it's a Mexican film called Even the Wind Is Afraid, from 1968, that I've been wanting to watch for. That's a Tubi original. No. Oh, it's okay. Place, but it is on there. Okay. No. It sounds good. That's a that's a new kind of original. I think uh, I think I got a couple Tubi ones. Like I think the Willies is on Tubi. Ah. You know about the Willies? I, I know the name. I've never seen it though. Oh, wait, I actually I just looked it up, and the Willies is in fact not on Tubi. So I don't Damn. know where it was. I tried to whittle this down so it was only on things that were available to me. Right. Shit. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, there might be some some rewatches thrown in there as well. Uh, yeah. What are you gonna rewatch? I don't know. Yeah, Ghostbusters. Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> On to wrestling talk. Uh oh. You seeing the AEW kerfuffle? You guys seeing this? I, I had not. I actually don't really know what happened. Maybe Jizz Dunk does being <sighs> the big cum punk boy 
but apparently there was some kind of altercation that involved Come Punk, the Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega, among others. I honestly sure. don't know what caused it or what may have been brewing ahead of time or what the speculation is behind it, but thought it was interesting since now there's rumors of suspensions and possibly firings floating around. Damn. You want you want me to talk about this, RJ? I mean, you're going to. I, so. I, I don't have to. But Well, I mean, what is it? What happened? So, there was a pay-per-view on Sunday, mm-hmm. which I watched, and mm-hmm. it was... Not the best show they've ever done, but uh, CM Punk won the title back after he. Mm-hmm. So I, I got to watch him win it the first time. Yeah. Uh, when in Las Vegas, and he gave he had to give it up like a week later because he injured his foot like three days mm-hmm. after he was won the title, and then apparently there's been some weird like tensions backstage between him and some other wrestlers, particularly uh, I think Adam Page, the hangman, the this, hangman, this, this young man, this young wrestling Damn. man. And uh, CM Punk's now like, you know, the, the grizzled veteran. And uh, sure. So he took, he's taking umbrage with him for some reason. And okay. apparently things that get said about him online really piss him off. And he's grumpy about that. And, uh, after the pay-per-view on Sunday where he won back his title from John Moxley, oh, yeah, um, yeah. he was at the post-pay-per-view press conference, the scrum, mm. and he just like went off <laughs> like about his grievances with the owner, like the company, mm-hmm. Tony Khan, who's like a billionaire. You know, he's he's the other Vince McMahon, I guess, at this point in time, younger. Mm-hmm. And his, you know, he's just sitting there and doesn't interject punk's eating he's eating baked goods as he's rambling on he's like like, he, like he, donuts or like pastries muffins and pastries yeah he plugs in i think it's like mindy's bakery in chicago <laughs> he's just but he's like talking beautiful he's talking eating at the same time it's it's pretty funny uh but also because the feed that was going around there mm-hmm. th- this company was having nothing but audio problems all fucking night and this mm-hmm. was like having them talk and they're like sounding like their voices were distorted and talking like they were giants uh, so anyway, he is goes, that one of his grievances? Uh, that the, the, about the audio quality making him sound yeah. like Black Scorpion? Uh, no, I don't believe so. No, but he okay. just sounded off because his best friend. He was talking about his best friend Colt Cabana, and because that, mm-hmm. that's that's old history at this point. Though that's from like mm-hmm. six years ago. But he keeps keeps getting brought up because that guy's not around anymore in the this iteration of the company. Once CM Punk kind of came in, and people are like, "Oh, did you get him fired?" and blah blah blah. And he's like, "Nope, mm-hmm. I want nothing to do with the fucking guy." And but you can still see he's like he's he's angry and bitter about the yeah. whole, everything. So he he starts talking about this this expression that drives me nuts at this point called EVPs executive vice presidents because guys like Kenny Omega mm-hmm. and the Young Bucks when they uh, joined AEW and kind of got that ball rolling they got these nice cushy positions and Punk doesn't apparently like them either and talking about them being empty headed blah blah well, who, blah who does Punk like? I don't know he, like, he likes his dog oh, that's good Yeah, he dogs his are dog. cool. he's got friends his friends that are loyal to him he likes until they betray him he thinks and then he's pissed about that too so anyway uh, after this happens, he goes back to his locker room, mm-hmm. and I guess supposedly uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks they they didn't like this. They didn't like him running his mouth. 
and they like they showed up they in his lo- they showed up in his locker room, and it, but apparently uh, CM Punk threw the first punch. Oh wow! And uh, his buddy Ace Steel threw a chair at, at like one of these guys, mm-hmm. and uh, also apparently bit Kenny Omega. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, was, who doesn't it, like a good biting? Uh, it's been described as a melee that broke out backstage. Okay, cool. cool. Uh, uh, but apparently, it's like the one guy he steal his wife was there, and also okay. the, the the dog. <laughs> the dog was there for all this. Did the white? Did the dog get hit? And I don't think so. I think the okay, dog good. was fine. That's good. Yeah. So anyway, uh, apparently, a bunch of people were suspended today. And we'll find out whether or not CM Punk is still a employee of the company or sticking around. But he is being. But as it turns out, he was also he has to be stripped of the title because CM Punk, at I think like forty six years old, uh, injured himself in his return match, his big return match, and like might have done something to his elbow. So Ooh. he's uh maybe maybe he should be done. I mean, he's probably good to retire. No. Uh, well, I mean, he's got money. I'm sure he enjoys what he's doing too. But yeah, hmm. weird. So CM Punk, okay. Yeah. What does the C and the M stand for? That's the mystery. That's the mystery. It, it is. It is a mystery. It's never been he... definitively stated. Really? That's true. What would you do it like? Make it though, if you could choose well, what it was. I, I think the one that people are uh, fans of is Chicago made. Chicago made punk? No, that's right. No, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Chicken Man. I think Chicken Man is better. Chicken not that man. not that he's like a not that he acts like a chicken, but he enjoys chicken. Chicken man. Chicken man. That's what I would call him. And then, and then one of my uh my dudes that I really liked his uh, gimmick with his uh, new act at AEW, Malachi Black. Apparently gave his, he gave his he asked for his release and he's no longer with the company. Is like he going to WWE? Ba- back to WWE. Mm, damn, they but, got him, hey? So, suppo- Do you think Triple oh, H got him? Uh, probably. I think now that uh, Vince isn't uh, in charge anymore, he's got a better chance of being used properly. Right. And his wife also works there still, so might, maybe mm-hmm. he wants to actually be with her. So who knows? But anyways, it sucks because uh, the House of Black gimmick they had going on was pretty cool. Pretty awesome uh, wrestling stuff. So that's yeah. it's too bad they gave him his own thing. Like they're letting him be like cr- weird, you know, I don't know, Northern European, like cultist man with giant uh, Brody King beating the shit out of people. It was the best mm-hmm. match. I, it was the best match I saw in uh, Vegas. That's for sure. Hmm. They're uh, they're doing lots of cool stuff, and now he's gone. It's like aw. So who knows? Uh, this, this, could, this could be the beginning of the end. It could be all over. Yeah. Well, because of people's egos and shit talking and whatever, I don't. Who cares? It's like who cares about this? Boys. Do you ever think that it like it was doing great and then you saw it live and then now it seems to be it, crumbling? It, it, it kind of has been ever since I saw it live. Do you think that like? Do you think it was you? Yeah, probably. Do you think that somehow you like scoop? Did... This is a scoop. People can po- people can post about it on Squared Circle on Reddit, and uh, they might, they might, yeah, they'll come for me next. I'm just like, like I don't know. I'm just connecting the dots oh. that are there, right? <laughs> uh, Sam also asks. Lastly, if you guys were to have a live show, how long would you expect the standing ovation you receive be? <laughs> At least six minutes. 
I believe. Yeah, is what uh, he's uh, that, at. that that was the thing yesterday on Twitter. You probably missed was uh, the absurdity of like long-standing ovations. No, I mean this happens once a year, right? Whenever we have these film festivals, and then there's a big standing ovation. Like we've talked about, like uh, where there was that one. What was it? It was like 14 minutes standing ovation for this movie, and it was like 28 minutes standing ovation for Lars Van Trier, and you're just like, what? It comes up once in a while to the point where you're just like, is any of this stuff real? Probably not. That's it, boys. Bye-bye. P.S. Be better, RJ. No, Sam, there's (laughs) no bullying in here. This is a bully-free zone. We've been over this. We've been over this. He's just a Discord baby. Mm -hmm. I think that's the correct vernacular for that discord daddy discord daddy just trying to do things (laughs) other discord daddy uh actually maybe yes um mark silvestri with an email titled 10 question mark sent at 5 56 p.m uh on a wednesday uh hey creeps just doing my part to try and get the email total up to 10 (laughs) hopefully i got this in under the wire Quick question today. What is your favorite Brendan Fraser movie? Uh, for me, Blast to the pa- uh, from the Past has always been a guilty pleasure. Uh, have a great show, Mark. Uh, yeah, Blast. <laughs> All right, uh, Dr. Brule. <laughs> Blast from the pra- Past is a great Brendan Fraser movie. It's not too bad. I know Sam Sanchez is a really big fan of like uh, The Mummy 2. I don't know why he is, but he is apparently. Um, I mean, the mummy is pretty good. Yep. The mummy's pretty good, and Blast from the Past is pretty good, and Airheads mm-hmm. is pretty good, and Encino Man is pretty good, and School Ties <laughs> is pretty good, and Son-in-Law is really good. Really good. And Dudley Do Right is pretty good, and Jared's a big fan of Monkey Bone. George of the Jungle. Uh, yeah, Andy loves George of the Jungle. It's very nostalgic. Very nostalgic. Are you a monkey bone guy? What about Gods and Monsters, RJ? Is that uh, what's his nuts? Um, Ian who... McKellen. No. Um, <laughs> didn't Grant Morrison write a book called Gods and Monsters, or something like that? Nope. He wrote a book called gods and something oh the superhero thing yeah no, this is about uh this is like a james whale movie about uh frankenstein's yeah it is about a fr- frankenstein and uh he really thinks brendan Bren fraser's a hunk what kind of hunk he, he, he could be a frankenstein hunk Ooh, i like that uh grant morrison wrote a book called super gods yeah that's what it was. That's what you're thinking of. That's I think I owned it once, and then I think I read a, a chapter or two, and I think I gave it to Big John. You gave it to him? I think so. <laughs> I was like, here you go. I said, you take this. I don't need this no more. Yeah. Something like that. But uh, That was that email. Perfect. Well, I got Rob Eagle. Oh, boy. I'm a bit worried about Her Majesty. Uh-oh. Hello, creeps. And this is our 10th email. Well, that's it then. He, he stumbled across it for everybody. Yeah, that's that. Hello, creeps. I agree with you guys about the people who cream their jeans over silent movies. They're yeah. the sort of people who laugh 
far too loudly at Shakespeare comedies. Yeah, that, I can see that being pretty frustrating. <laughs> it's basically virtue signaling for culture snobs. Mm-hmm. I watched The Artist, the 2012 Oscar winner, with lowered expectations. I knew a silent black and white movie would be catnip for the chattering glasses, so I disregarded the glowing reviews. I did, mm. however, expect a good story and a few laughs. I simply could not believe how mediocre that I found that film. Zero laughs. The plot was blatantly <laughs> stolen from A Star is Born. Plus, adding insult to injury, they gave it a happy ending. Yeah, The Artist sucks. I've never, I never was interested in it, and I think that was the right call. Yeah. Because I remember everyone's like, oh, it's the oh, best picture silent movie. I was like, sounds like shit. <laughs> I'd rather watch Brendan Fraser movies like The Mummy 2. You know what I mean? Maybe the least deserving best picture Oscar winner I ever saw. Ten years later, and I'm still miffed about it. What about Crash? <laughs> uh, what about? Is what the internet would say. Nomadland. Oh, interesting. Interesting. For the very first time, the Queen is missing the Highland Games in Scotland. I think she's in poor health. This Mm. weekend, I'm off to the Highland Games to watch those hunky men competing in the Caber competition. Caber? Caber? What is Caber? What what is this games? I'm I'm unfamiliar with these hunky men. Well, I may. What is it called again? Uh, look up Highland Games. Then something is called the Caber in Canmore. Cab- Canmore. Oh wait, that's Canmore is where we live. Highland Games. Yeah, uh, uh, England. Yeah. England. Uh, Scotland. Probably Scotland. The the Hoylands. Oh, it's. Uh, it looks like lumberjack competition. The Cabertoss. Is that what? Yeah, lumberjack contests are awesome. I love watching those things. I don't think this is lumberjack. I don't know if they well, chop whatever. They just toss logs. I think it's log tossing, and it, there also seems to be maybe a tug of war. Okay. So that's uh, kind of cool. Rob also adds, I may even get around to tossing a few myself. Like he might throw a log? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Good my, exercise. My favorite is the Rare Breeds Livestock Exhibit, showing huge beasts of burden. I'm very mm-hmm. friendly with some of the big strapping farmhands who, after a few whiskeys, are happy to let me stroke their gigantic ox. Regards, R.O. Beagle. P.S. Um, I transferred the funds last week, R.J. When am I going to get those armpit picks you promised? I I received no such thing. Oh, see? Run, I, scam Baylog here. I, I have received no funds. Uh, if anything, if Jarrett took them, then he is legally entitled to send armpit picks. Yeah, no. So until I get payment, no, RJ's, I don't go on. Yeah, just just running his scams here. Call the weekend guy. Making, I don't care. Making offers. Hey, He's, when I get take paid, the mo- take the, takes good. the money. Goes. I never got no money. I'll make good when the payment comes through, and not a cent what's a the, second what's earlier. What's that gold microphone you got? Watch gold headphones. I mean, Jared, they, these things just kind of fell into my lap. <laughs> I saw I saw a thing today on Reddit. Some guy in like India was wearing a uh, f- like f- more than fourteen karat gold shirt. It, it was a shirt that was all gold and it was worth like twenty thousand dollars. Oh, that's all. Yeah, and in, uh, in India, not not here in Creepsville for sure. <laughs> not one that I have <laughs> for for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Highly. Finally, RJ, because 10 restarts to 1, Justin Peterson. Yes. Oh, of course, of course. 
just writing into the creeps. Hey, Jared and RJ, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Let's start with yet another edition of Creepsville's Finest Eats. Uh-oh. So, have you ever been to the Kingsman Ale House? Yeah. <laughs> I would wet my whistle with some Solaris wheat beer. This is a Criterion podcast, after all. Uh, yes. yes. Uh, holy shit, how about a scotch egg to start? <laughs> I've had the scotch egg there. I can speak to that Jack, later. Jack the Ripper sandwich. And you chaps mm-hmm. know I would not turn down a sticky toffee bread pudding. I do know he wouldn't. I do no. know. What do you What do you think about uh, the Kingsman? Okay, so like I've been there a couple times. And uh, we went there a couple weeks ago to eat, um, but it was like when it was like 40 degrees out. We were like running errands and we went in there and the entire menu is like English dinners. Whereas like, so we were like sweating, like sweating, uh, sweating our butts off, Jared, is what the older guys would say. And uh, we went in there and it was like the only things on the menu were like bangers and mash. And it was like soup. And, like, just, like, things that was, like, I can't eat that right now. I was, like, that's way too hot. Hot meat pile made, made <laughs> from real goblin. <laughs> real goblin meat, yeah. Um, so we, that time we didn't eat there. But I have eaten there, or we just got a pretzel bites as an appetizer. And those are pretty good. They're just, like, they're, like, whole, like fresh, like, fluffy pretzels. You know what I mean? The kind you, the kind of pretzel you dunk in mustard, Jarrett. Dunkin'? I've had the Dunkin' Mustard. It's a new nickname for you. Um, So the pretzel bites are pretty good. Uh, I've had like dinners there and um, that stuff isn't bad. But I I remember one time I was there um, and you know how I like, uh, you know, how sometimes people don't understand me, Jarrett. Mm -hmm. So uh, they had fries there and their fries are good. And I think what it is, is I think they pepper their fries and they're like battered. Uh, but they tasted a lot like KFC fries to me. Okay. And it's it, like Kingsman is across the street from a KFC. So when the waitress was there, I was like, I was like, hey, are these KFC fries? And she's like, no, we make them here. And I went, oh, kind of tastes like KFC fries. And she's like, no, I assure you, we made them here. And I was like, okay. And then she kind of walked off. And I thought, I, I felt like she was mad at me. Like, <laughs> I didn't mean like anything weird by it. I was just like, I was like, this tastes like KFC fries. And she was just like, no, they don't. And I was like, they do. They do taste like KFC fries. And I, I'll challenge anyone to go there and tell me they don't taste like KFC fries. It's my challenge. Now, are we talking about, is this after, do they have gravy that tastes like KFC? Yes, the gravy also tastes like gravy. It's not like a rid, like old KFC, not like 10-year-ago gravy from KFC, because you know they changed the gravy a little bit. Well, they don't use, um, I don't think they use the drippings anymore. The crackle? Anymore. The, 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 the drippings. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so like, I don't know, they, the fries taste like KFC, but they don't want to hear that. Um, but I have had the scotch egg there, and it's, um, it's a little disappointing, because um, I feel like I always, like, I saw scotch eggs a lot, and I was like, that looks awesome. And then, like, nowhere here ever made it. And then I went there, and it was okay. But I was like, eh. I was like, I'm sure this is better I, somewhere else. I, 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 well, you could try it at uh, Ricky's All Day Grill. I do, believe, oh. I, I, I do believe they have scotch egg on the menu. They got scotch I egg could be, I could too. be wrong. I think uh, Humpty's does as well. Oh. Are they making them fresh, or are they coming, like, in a, uh, like a vacuum-sealed bag, you wonder? You never know. You wonder. What's your opinion on a scotch egg? I never had one. You know what it is. I, though, right? I, I like saying scotch egg. Like uh, you know the idea of it, though, right? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, like I don't know. I thought it was fine. I it sounds it sounds better than I think it is. If that makes sense. Um yeah, I've been to Kingsman a couple times, few times and uh Have you got the pretzel bites? No. Ah, they're good. I think I had like curry there once for some reason because like nothing else on there appealed to me, and it was uh yeah. real mediocre. Yeah. Yeah, actually, no, it was worse than mediocre. It was bad. It was okay. actually horrible. I think it's like it might have been butter chicken though. So that's on me. Yeah, I mean, we have like seventeen Indian restaurants yeah. in Creepsville, and I, I guarantee any of them probably do that better. Um, butter chicken's not great in general. Yeah. Uh, but at the time, yes. I remember eating it, but I was like, this is not good. Like, even for what you'd expect. You think you'd just be like, eh, you just want curry flavor and chicken and, and yeah. rice. That's all I wanted. And it was like, this sauce sucks. You should get the bangers and mash and a scotch egg next time. Maybe. Or I, I believe they have hot meat sandwiches is one of their menu items as well. Hot meat? Hot meat is that sandwiches. Like, is that now, not to be confused, is that, is that what happens when you cross hot cam with ham meat? No, no, no. No, no, no. You cannot cross cross those two. There is something real bad will happen. Hot meat. Will hot happen. meat and hot cam. Hot cam's going to be here in two weeks, actually. Oh, shit. I heard Rob Eagle's coming by, too. Well, he, yeah, but he doesn't have my exact address. He's got the pin for the, like, the yeah. four-block radius, but he doesn't, okay. well, he doesn't know the well, exact I know, I know. Well, I know where you live. I'll help him out. Well, yeah, but if you show him where I live, he's gonna know where you live. Yeah, by proxy. Well, I'm not. I have nothing to be afraid. I have nothing to be afraid of, RJ. I'm. I'm good. Well, you'll see. I'll, I'll be fine. You wait and see. Goat movie question of the week. In honor of three colors, blue being Kislowski's best film, in my opinion. What are Juliet Binoche's best movies? Hey, Godzilla. Uh, there you go. Hey, is RJ, she... not only is she in Cosmopolis, but also your favorite, High Life. Uh, yeah, I know Juliet Binoche. She's in Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna... I mean, I didn't have a problem with High Life. High Life is just gross. Like, genuinely gross. Uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. I think I gotta go with Godzilla. You wanna go with Godzilla? Yeah. Oh, she's in the staircase too. Oh yeah, she was good in that. There you go. But I'm still gonna go with Godzilla. Yeah, your yeah. Bo- your boy. Who Godzilla? Yeah. yeah, I like Gojira. I like Gojira. What about you? Uh, let's take a look here. Cache. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, how could you not say Dan in real life? Is it because of the poster? Hey, remember the unbearable lightness of being? I do. Yeah, I remember I that. Do. That felt like a long time ago. That was a movie. Mm-hmm. That's not, one way. Not great. Not great. It was definitely a movie. What about Ghost in the Shell? I never watched, like, the live-action one. Actually, I don't think I've ever seen the anime one either, for that matter. Yeah, you're not missing out. Well, I, I was going to watch it, and then that... The new one came out, and then there was all that stuff about Scarlett Johansson, and they're like, "She's not Japanese," and she's like, "I'll play whoever I want to play." And I was like, "I was like, I don't want to do any of this anymore." Yeah, sure, let's go cache. I haven't watched that Three Color trilogy in forever. You're going with Godzilla too? Yep. Classic. Just one more thing. So, uh-huh. Jared, I know you were jazzed at the NFL season kickoff. This of course. Week. 
So I would love to hear your predictions for this week's games that are bound to go wrong. Ooh. Yeah, I'd like that too because I'm in a cool. football pool. So Okay, so Bills versus Rams. Um, I'm going to go with the Bills. I I also would go with the Bills. No. That's what I would uh, say. New Orleans Saints at Atlanta Falcons. Justin has his picks too, but yes. Um, hmm. I don't know who who needs who needs the who needs it more, the Saints or the Falcons. You should make your picks primarily on, on, well, on mascot. I, yeah. I, see, I don't know what a Bills is, so I'm gonna go with that one. I mean, normally it's I a Buffalo. Go, is that what it is? The Buffalo are they the Buffalo Bills? Yeah, they're from Buffalo, and there's the Buffalo Bills, and their symbol is a, a buff but, like a bison. But they're, but they're not from. But they're bu- they're Bills. Buffalo Bills a man. They're they're a team of mans. <laughs> well, that might be better for you. Then. I, I don't think they're Buffalo people. I mean, Buffalo Bill is a guy who like I guess had skin of buffalo on him. Perhaps. Well, allegedly. All right. So Saints or Falcons? Uh, are they? Falcon? Does Atlanta have Falcons? They are actual Falcons. I don't know if Atlanta has them. And, and but but hey, are the, are the players of New Orleans actually Saints? Uh, it, well, they're it's French, like Fleur de Lis Saint. So oh bullshit, Falcons. Okay, that's lame. I yeah, hate, I hate that. Okay, okay. Here's one: the Cleveland Browns against <laughs> Carolina Panthers. What are Browns, RJ? It is literally the color brown. <laughs> I like that. Brown it is. Yeah. I like it. Bills and Browns. These would be my these would be my teams. <laughs> they would be your teams. Cleveland had one of the worst records of all time in the last like ten years. Uh, they need so. it. They need it. They need it. Okay. They do. They do I'm giving them, I'm giving them the rub. Okay. Uh 49ers. Uh so I know what that is. Yeah, it's a number. Uh, and the Bears. And I know that too, because uh Henry yep. taught me about the Chicago Bears. Yes, he and, did. Uh, a friend of mine is a big Bears fan. Mm-hmm. Even though they're terrible, you I don't the, trust Bears you, fans. Well, I, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. I, I don't. Uh, but I'm going to go with the Bears okay. because uh, because of Henry. Not yeah, you don't want to be a not, gold not, panner in uh, San Francisco. No, fuck that. Get fair. Okay. Steelers and Bengals. I don't even want to see the cities' names. I mean, don't don't waste time with the cities. Just do okay. the mascot. Uh, Bengals. Is that a cat? Uh, and, well, a tiger cat, tiger, like a Bengal tiger. Bengal tiger, okay. Versus Steelers. Do you, do you want me to tell you what that is? Is it like a uh, working class thing? You know, blue collar stuff. You know, putting steel together because Pittsburgh's a steel yes. town. Yes. It, okay. It is, it's literally steel beams. Okay, steel beams are cool. So yes. Steelers. I agree. Uh, I agree. Eagles versus Lions. Holy shit! That's like that's <laughs> that seems biblical to me. It is biblical. It is. So Philly and Detroit, boy oh boy. Um, you you know who comes from Detroit? Uh, Robocop. R- Robocop, but you know who comes from Philadelphia? It's the always the always sunny crew. That's true. That's true. Fly uh, eagle, fly. Exactly. So there you go, Eagles. I'm gonna pick Eagles because okay. uh, actually, Fair. also this this is spite because uh, a coworker of mine who uh, will remain nameless is a big Lions fan. Nobody. Um, and, it's, and it's pure spite. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna go against. Nobody against is a them big Lions fan. Uh, I call you, bullshit you, on you, that. You, you go bring that up with Dylan. You go bring that up with Dylan. <laughs> Nobody he, is a Lions is, fan. He is going. He is going to see them play in a. What month. in Detroit? Uh, Baltimore. Well, you, what murder? Bullet or Boston? More? Maybe, maybe Boston. Maybe it's Boston. Uh, Does Boston have a team? No. Well, I mean, the Patriots are. Like in Mass- New England, Massachusetts, yeah, boss, boss, mass. Well, I, I mean, 
I still I, I have a hard time believing anyone is a Detroit Lions fan. Well, but okay. well, you do know one, so you can't say you don't. I mean, Lions. <laughs> I don't believe he. He might say he is, but he I, is. I, I don't oh, believe it. He one hundred percent is. Do you you bring this up with him? You bring this up with him. See, you I, you don't yeah. you can't believe it. You you and your like your your fans are all friend. You're all you all like the popular teams. I I mean not uh, even like I'm a I'm a Steelers guy. Yeah, but they're not like, I don't know, not 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 a ton of people. Okay, like the there's the Colts versus the Texans. I want them both to lose. Uh, okay, those that's are, fair. Those are tra- I could exp- those are trash. If, those are trash names. Okay, if you ever want me to elaborate, I will. I don't care. That sucks. Yep. That, that sucks. I, I like Indianapolis as an idea. Um, yes, but fuck that. Fuck, fuck over the Houston Texans. Yes, that's, the that's, most unoriginal. Th- that that's awful. Yeah, I know. Uh, the Patriots and the Dolphins. I mean, Dolphins are smart. So I'm gonna Dolphins go with, are smart. I'm going to move the Dolphins. Patriots, don't be nice. a Patriot. Yeah, that's, no, that's you, foolish. Dol- in today's Dolphins, age? Do- Dolphins, no. are, Dolphins are smarter than Patriots. Yeah, t- yeah, 100%. Oh, this is this is the easiest one of them all. Ravens and the Jets. I mean, caca! Ravens are, I, Ravens are cool. They could be the I, Baltimore Crows, and that would be even cooler. Birds. I, I think you might like this even more. So the Baltimore Ravens, you know who's from Baltimore? Uh, uh, ancient or like a cl- classic Gothic author. Uh, you mean John Waters? Not John Waters, <laughs> but Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, that guy. Yeah, I've heard of him. So that what is, is what did he? What did he do? Well, did, I mean, did, he, did he, play he liked Ravens. Did he play football? Well, the Ravens are named after him. I, I bet that's pandering. I like it less. Good job. Oh, I thought okay. you'd like it more. How about the Jaguars against the Washington Commanders? Okay, so I thought, they, I thought they were called something else. Okay, so Washington was the Redskins. Oh, until and I think they made a real misstep with the Commanders because the last two years they they were like, okay, we realize our name is uh, not cool anymore. And so for two years, they were the Washington football team, (laughs) which is the most mind blowing (laughs) name for a team ever. It it was incredible. It was I, I I couldn't help but root for them. The Washington football team incredible okay. and i think they made a real misstep by actually picking a, a mascot they should have left it this was what's the washington commander's mascot Gig- uh, build the commander i think it's like a tomahawk <laughs> or something it's called like washington edh or something uh like i think it's i think i like so they're not the redskins but it's like uh an arrowhead or something maybe okay. or maybe it's just a big w okay I'm done. I'm done. All Is right. that all of them? Kansas, no. Kansas oh. City Chiefs and the Cardinals. Well, Cardinals are birds, so. Cardinals are birds? Cool. Done. Uh, uh, the Commanders is just a W. Wow. Get, so, get get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I'll try again. Nothing compared what, to the what Washington are the cap- football What are team. their colors? What, what? Uh, brown, uh, burgundy and yellow. Ew. Okay. Yeah. That's weird. I'm gonna send you the Washington football team logo and you can tell me what, okay. what you would have okay, liked I'm, better. I'm gonna continue on. This is this may be really boring to people, but I find this riveting to read football. Yeah, this names. is good. This, this is, is good. good. This, this is good uh, podcast. Okay. Uh the Las Vegas Raiders 
against mm-hmm. the Los Angeles Chargers. That's too many yep. errs. There's a lot of that's, there's a lot of angry dudes going that's on. A lot here. of errs. Um, so is it the Fertitas who own the Raiders now? Is that uh, right? like the people? Because didn't it like go from like it was like the Oakland Raiders and then they lost their team and they were really pissed yeah. about it. Yeah, it was the Oakland Raiders forever, and then uh, Vegas is making a big push. Like they got yeah. an NHL team, they got an NFL yes. team, and I think NBA will likely be, or actually maybe baseball next. I don't know. Scam Scanchez could probably say, yeah. but anytime a new franchise is up, they're gonna grab it from any city. Yeah, they got money. Uh, yeah, yeah, I I guess I'm gonna go with the Raiders because I think they've got like one of the coolest logos still. The uh, football pirate. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, yeah. it's like probably pretty cheese ball at this point. I have no idea they're good. I I like it. I know what, the I Raiders hate, are good. I know another, and so obviously I know another uh, hardcore Raiders fan uh, after all these years. Uh, and so we got the Packers and the Vikings. I don't know what a, what the fuck's a Packer. Fudge. Wow. No, it's actually I think it's a cheese thing. Because uh, so it's green. <laughs> like I'm not even like. Their big thing is like it's. I think it's cheese packers, uh, because they all wear those cheese hats on their head and stuff like that. I think I think that's what the Packers is. Oh, I think see. it's cheese. Okay, you sent me a photo. I can uh, look. It's at not. It, this will be anticlimactic, but that's what the Washington football team. <laughs> oh, good. My goodness, that is that is text. That is literally text. It was. Uh, it was great. I loved it. Okay. Uh, Vikings, because I know what that is. Yeah. So the Packers, the team was named after the company, the Packers, for advertising purposes. Uh, see, that's dog shit. Fuck it. Yeah. I mean, it's all that's all this shit is. But oh, look yeah. at what! A, look at this matchup. We have the Giants versus the Titans. Well. Harryhausen himself might even come come for that one. Yeah, I mean, holy cow! How, how could you pick one? Uh, Tennessee uh, Games Workshops Warehouse, I think, is based out of Tennessee, and they're really a pain in the ass. I'm just going to go with New York Giants. Giants. Okay. Cat. And Tennessee used to be the Oilers, I believe, before they were the Titans. The Oilers. Yes, I think so. There, there was two Oiler teams, like one uh, different sports, though. I know that's confusing, though. Tennessee, I think it was the Oilers, unless I'm making that up. Yeah, it doesn't sound right. But... Tennessee Oilers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they they were the Houston Oilers, and uh, then they moved to Tennessee. <laughs> they became, okay. they became the Houston Texans. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it was Houston Oilers. They went to Tennessee. They were the okay. Tennessee Oilers, Man, and then the Tennessee Titans. There's, there's a lot of teams, uh, but oh, yeah. I, I like these last three, these last three matchups are pretty sweet. We got okay. the Buccaneers versus Cowboys. Like you know who's you know who's on the Buccaneers now. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who. Robert Hoff's favorite player. Uh, oh, 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 the, uh, Amer- the uh, soldier boy. He's, he's oh, uh, Steve Rogers. Tom Brady. Steve oh. Rogers is on the Packers, actually. But okay. you know Bobby Hoff is a big Tom Brady guy. He plays for the Buccaneers. Well, now. so now he's a Buccaneers fan. He had to, he had to burn all his Patriot stuff. I, I would imagine. Okay. Yeah. Uh man, that's a legendary matchup though. Buccaneers versus Cowboys. Yeah. Uh they I mean Cowboys probably have better weapons than, than the Pirates? Buccaneers. Yeah, I mean Pirates probably but, fight dirty though. But Pirates got like muskets. 
Yes. They don't have revolvers. No. <laughs> so I've, I've seen Wild Bunch. I, I mean, I saw what yeah. happened when they even come prepared, but they adapt. Uh, they got they have cannons though. They do, and swords. <sighs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be contrary and go with the cowboys. Okay. Okay. Yep. And Fair. then finally, get your. Are you keeping track so you can tell me how I do? How, how, uh, how, of course. How, so, I mean, obviously, someone has to keep track of this shit. So yeah, of course. I want to know. I want to know how I did. I want to know if I win. Okay. Do I win the season? Sure. Okay. And then finally, we got the Broncos v the Seahawks. Well, mm. as 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 has been consistent, I hate land animals, so I'm going with the birds. See, I call them the shit hawks. I know you hate them for some reason. I mean, I like the Seattle's. I like Seattle's baseball team. I don't. I don't like Seattle's football team. Yeah. Is it because of other people? Uh yeah, because like nobody cared forever, and then they made one run, and then everybody in Creaseville had a Seahawks jersey, and I was like, eh. <laughs> let's see here, one, two, three. It's annoying. Where are they now? I wonder. Where are they now? Playing football. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna roll a D32 dice. And we're gonna see who's gonna win. What's it gonna be assigned to? Uh well, I'm gonna okay, it's twenty second team on this list. This is science. Okay. Uh, 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 eleven. Uh Shit. Uh, spoilers, guys. Uh, Arizona Cardinals all the way. They're gonna, they're gonna, really? They're, they're going to win the Super Bowl. That's science. Interesting. That's science. Interesting. That's me rolling the D32 for the number of teams there are. I rolled mm-hmm. it and came up 22. Can't, can't argue with it. Well, we're going to have to check the check back into this uh, in um, February. Yeah. it's it, it, it. There's no question. They're birds. Uh. Yes, they are. They are cardinals. They are birds. So I, I think I, I'd love to see you check into this in February. Okay. No one will remember, but maybe Justin Peterson will. Peterson will. Peterson. Okay. Yep. Thanks, everyone, for the emails. You did it. And never, we did it. And never again. Allegedly. Never again. Never hey, again. Hey, RJ, what you been creeping on this week? We're an hour and a half uh, in, and uh, we did it. Well, yeah, we'll wrap this up. Uh... I finished Link's Awakening. That game is really cool. It's a good game. It's a good remake. What, what, what insight? It's good. It's a it's very well done remake. It's got everything you want. Great Zelda game. Do you know what the point plot of that game is? Uh, Zelda's missing and Link's got to like, kill Ganon. The, Zelda, the Zelda is not in this game. It's an oddball in the Zelda they, world. It doesn't even sound like they know what they're doing anymore. I'll, I'll tell you this. You know what the people who made this game were inspired by? Shadow of the Colossus. No, no. This game was a Game Boy game in the 90s. Uh, they were inspired by Twin Peaks for this game. Okay. It's good. It's good. Anyways, uh, I watched. I, I finished The Boys. So uh, yeah. I, I am now in the know. Did you hero gasm? I mean, I thought hero gasm was fine. Like, I don't. It had some cool stuff in it, but uh, I don't see it being this thing that people like. Um, like I, I saw that too. People were like, "Great, going crazy for it." People, I was like, "People lost their shit," and that's so, when, and then demand went out through the roof. Through the roof. I, I I'll say this, which might people might not like, but it was no different from any other episode of The Boys. Okay. Like it had it had a little bit more going on, but. Uh, uh, 
I mean, I don't know. I thought it was fine. Yeah. Uh, season three in general. So, like, I know a lot of people say season. There's a lot of people that are season one and two v season three for whatever or the other way around for whatever reason. Um, I thought it was all like it's a continuation of the story. So, like, uh, there's a bit of a different feel. Season three seems a little bit more. Um, I don't want to say like Hollywoody, but it seems like they got more stuff for it and like some of it good some of it bad uh i was really on board with a lot of the soldier boy stuff um until like i actually the the one thing that kind of lost me was the last episode where it's like the climax of all the stories i was kind of like yeah do you, you know what i mean nope because i haven't watched the show yeah but you read it all right so they're like, all, all I mean is there's this like build up this whole season and then like the last episode kind of happens and I could see people being like, whoa, but I was kind of like, yeah, I was like, this is not as good as what they had already kind of thing. Shots fired. Just in that last one. But uh, I thought season three was good. I thought all three seasons are like, are good. Like how you know. many times have you watched the ring of power? Uh, none. None, but, uh, none, none times. I will watch it like, um, I don't know, when they get a couple more out. When there's like, when they're like a week away from uh, finishing the series, then I'll watch it. Okay. Is what I'll do. Okay. But that's it. And it's okay. Because, uh, you know, we can have short ones. And you, painting minifigs, I, I believe. That's exactly right. That's yeah. exactly right. Nothing wrong with that. Nope. I, uh, you know, help helping people out, painting minis yeah. for them. You know, doing those, doing a couple some commissions that interrupted my own uh, mm-hmm. projects, but that's okay. Oh damn! Oh, well, stop taking commissions. Just yeah. do fun stuff. Just do bugbears all day. Bugbears for life. Just do bugbears well, all day. Why don't see? That's a great football name right there. For, the bugbears. Yeah, Washington bugbears. That'd be incredible. It would never be better than the Washington football team. Probably but uh, but the bugbears is definitely better than the commanders. Yeah. Like 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. On oh, the Cle- yeah, Cleveland Indians changed their name too. They might be the one that's an arrowhead. I can't remember. Okay. There's something like the What did they change it to? It's not like Spartans, but it's something like that. I can't fucking remember. Are we ever going to watch anything ever again though? For the, you for and the, me for the patrons, or is uh, is Discord our stopgap? Well, I mean, the, we it's have the, it's the payoff. We have two weeks before Creeptober, so n- not this month, surely, because like in two weeks, two and a half weeks, we'll go full in the Creeptober mode, and then that's going to be its own own ball game, right? All bets off. Creeptober. Creeptober. So, well, I, I we can discuss it. In November is what I would say. Okay. Because you you know you know we'll both be hitting October pretty hard, so oh, yeah. no point setting anything up until that's done. It's how I see it. Okay. All right. I uh, got any news for us? Any scoops? Uh, not scoops, but uh, I, I've heard a lot of stuff about this uh, this Olivia Wilde movie. Apparently, uh, things are exploding over there. It's a lot, it's a lot of meme footage. That's what I've been seeing. Yeah. Well, allegedly Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine, and well, allegedly well, he, threw a, he threw a goat at him. That's what happened. I saw that. Oh, okay. And then allegedly Florence Pugh doesn't like Olivia Wilde. 
And I was like, okay, whatever. And, and I think she was uh, asking a, a Gyllenhaal about, or talking about uh, Jordan Peterson and incels. And, uh, yeah, and, there is some incel and a, stuff. And a Gyllenhaal, because I'm not even sure which one it is. Like between uh, Megan and Jake. Yeah. Uh, they're like, no. They, they don't listen to the podcast, so. Okay. It's like, well, I don't like them anymore either. Oh, yes. I, re- I remember seeing that. Uh, I think it all started with uh, she was going, like, she was talking about she, like, divorced Jason Sudeikis, who's a guy I don't like. I barely know who any of these people are, I should also point out. I don't know who, I don't know what Harry Styles is at all. I don't know who it is. He's a guy. He He's was in Dunkirk. Cool. Sure, he is. Yeah. There was a lot of guys in that movie. There was. There was. He He's like a pop like idol he's like one of those boy band guys really he's now acting yeah okay um I, I i couldn't point these people out i don't know who they are do people care but anyways uh they why don't more people know about cm punk that's a good question might not have a job so i think where, where it was here's the big one you that you do know olivia wilde was going around promoting this movie saying that uh shia labeouf was supposed to be in it and she was like, yeah, he was, like, aggressive on set, so we removed him from the movie. And then Shia LaBeouf was just like, get fucked. He's like, and then he went into an interview, and he's like, I wasn't removed. He was like, I quit the movie because I had, like, he's like, I didn't believe in what they were doing. I thought it was, like, shallow and, like, uh, like not genuine or something. And they're like, really? And they're like, do you have proof of this? He's like, yeah. He's like, I'll show you. He's like, I recorded the video call of me quitting with Olivia Wilde and her telling me to stay. And then he put that out there, apparently. So uh, I don't know. I, that's I think that was the first thing that set this movie that people are like, hmm, what's going on with this movie? So it was weird that she went out there and just like was like, yeah, we uh, we had to fire Shia LaBeouf. He was weird. And he was like, that's not true. So, uh, I mean, I know Shia LaBeouf plagiarizes Dan Klaus, but uh, I'm a Shia LaBeouf man. So uh, I, I, I'm glad that he uh, he had some backup on this. And he, he's praying up with the bishops, so uh, that's always good. It's always good. Pray up with Shia LaBeouf and Mark Wahlberg on the on the Halo app. Did I ever send you that one? With uh, Mark Wahlberg? Probably. You probably. Sent me, you sent me a lot of things. Yes, I do. Anyways, that's my scoops. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm seeing what people have been posting about here. Um, oh, my my favorite uh, from earlier today was uh, Collider.com uh, with a headline, Vampire is an A24 horror movie that just happened to come out in 1932. Get how, how A24 harkens back to the surrealist greats of the 1930s. No. Yeah. Collider is such fucking shit. Like, I saw some, like, there there will be things on there. It's like, why aren't people talking about the mummy returns and it's like i agree with that but it's like why it's like do you have nothing else to talk about no they don't you know what i mean i saw one thing uh you know you remember that movie you watch possum with like the head puppet thing yep there was a article on collider the other day and it was just like nightmare fuel <laughs> and i was like i hate that term so yeah, much that's, that's one of the bad ones it's such garbage and especially like they're like the movie you didn't watch, and it was just like no, so. Night, no nightmare fuel, and we're here for it. And we're we're here for it. This, this, Th- this, so much this. This, 
I think I can't remember. There was there was another one. It was like the underrated gym, and it was like Jurassic Park, and it was just like what? Mm-hmm. Everybody knows what Jurassic Park is. Get out of here. Everyone knows. Everybody knows. Everyone has a Jurassic Park. Everybody's got a Jurassic Park. So yeah, Collider's real shit. Poops. Yeah. Well, speaking of poops, this podcast it's going. Oh, long. of course. It's going long. Okay, well, let's wrap it up then. We can be done by nine. All right. Easy. We can try. God damn it. Um, after the break, uh, we're gonna do a little bit of singing, choral, and then we're gonna die of a heart attack. Choral? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's fine. Big in Europe. Who? You know the band Europe? No, I know the band Asia. Yeah, I know Asia. J'ai eu l'impression d'être à la fois ici et ailleurs. This is the Criterion Creeps podcast, and tonight we're talking about the Double Life Germans. of Veronique from 1991, directed by Krzysztof Kislowski, not yeah. German. This isn't a German movie? No. Whew. I gotta change my notes. Continue. Each of us is matched somewhere in the world by our exact double. <laughs> Someone who shares our thoughts and dreams. Is, is that true? Well, Jared, have you ever wondered why you and I do a podcast together? The, why the fates align? Do you think there's an evil podcast? Or are we the evil podcast? I'm pretty sure we're the evil one. Yeah, probably. Man, I mean... Not wholesome. Well, the, that's on the Halo app with uh, Mark Wahlberg and his brothers in Christ. They're the wholesome Criterion uh, podcast. Not yeah. us. Mm-hmm. Not us. 
That was the tagline for the film, RJ. You want to hear the synopsis? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Veronique is a beautiful young French woman who aspires to be a renowned singer. Veronica lives in Mm. Poland, has a similar career goal, and looks identical to Veronique. Though the two are not related, the film follows both women as they contend with the ups and downs of their individual lives. Veronique embarking on an unusual romance with Alexander Fabry, a puppeteer who may be able to help her with her existential issues. Maybe. Maybe. He might be able to. What do you know about puppets, RJ? I have seen being John Malkovich. That's the only thing I ever think about. And I feel like Malkovich, Malkovich. There doesn't need to be any talk conversation about puppets. Other else. Wise. You don't hear about the brothers Quay? Uh, I know Christopher Nolan's real hot on them. Oh, hot and bothered for some reason. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, I, I'm going to abstain. Okay, as is my right. So, all right. Okay. How do you feel about color filters? Uh, is that anything like you when you put stuff like over your glasses? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. It's exactly like that. Okay, yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, you're down with that? You're down with the, the filter? Because I mean, this, this, on... this movie's got both those things going for it. It does? It does. In which way? Well, it's got puppets and an abundance of green and red color filtering going on. Which, to, to this colorblind podcaster, uh, I'm not sure if I'm missing something. Or if there's information being communicated with that color coding, or if it's just arbitrary. I mean, I think the question you got to ask is, what is color? And does the carpet match the drapes? Um. So the movie kicks you... off in Poland, 1968. Okay. Uh, I learned. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, looking at the plot uh, here. So uh, not Germany? Not Germany. Poland. Okay. Because uh, Kislowski is a Polish uh, filmmaker. Okay. And this is his first stepping out from behind Poland and doing an international film. Was uh, it filmed in Germany? Uh, <clears throat> nope. Not, not even a little bit. Okay. <laughs> uh, you got to ask. That's uh, I, I'm the one here asking the questions that people want to know. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So there's like a this little kid is looking upside down at stars. Remember that? Remember that opener? Uh yeah, of course. Yeah. Who could forget? Uh then anyway, we we jump ahead and our our lead actress playing two women simultaneously. Um that look exactly the same. Are you sure? You know Irene Jacob. Uh, Irene's a strong Hungarian name. I know that. Okay. Strong. Strong. So, uh, so she's a singer. Okay. And she gets rained on, and she doesn't let that bother her. She feels very free spirited to me. How about you? Do you ever go play in the rain? Nope. I don't. No. I don't want to be wet. Have you ever had? Have you, have you ever had it? And warm. Have you ever had a sit in the rain? Um, like maybe with my fedora, 
Oh. And in my with my uh, Joker makeup on, and the, the, the pancake makeup runs down my yeah. cheek. Here, here's the big question: What do you got on your AirPods playing while you're sitting in the rain with your Joker makeup, your fedora, and your uh, duster coat, and your samurai sword Some, nestled uh, how, in how nicely? Little, how, how, how about a little bit of nine-inch nails? Ooh, see, that's good. I would, I would have guessed the Cure for you, but mm. uh, Nine Inch Nails is uh, that's definitely a society. Yeah, oh yeah. That's a society. Trent, yeah. Trent Reznor will tell you a lot about society. Well, I mean, man, we do live in one, Jared. Mm-hmm. So, so um, she she meets up with her boyfriend, and and they yeah. they they fuck RJ. They do what? They fuck. They know okay. fucking. No, I'm a Catholic. Okay. Very, yeah. very that's a okay. Yeah. Uh so anyway she has her aunt that she hangs out with, who's got a uh, lo- yeah. a, a, a little lawyer friend. Mm-hmm. What did you what did you did you like that guy? I thought his presence was welcoming, but I could have uh had you, more of yeah, it. Yeah, a little bit more of that guy. Could have used a little bit more of that guy. Yes. Yeah. So these, she's really into choir and practice and rehearsing, and she's just so good. And this this attracts the attention of this woman uh, mm-hmm. who looks very much like she's part of the music world. If you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. the theater side of things. Um, and she auditions and she gets the part. She and does. She gets the part and she's handed sheet wow. music and she runs down the streets of Krakow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like some dudes running past her, knock her sheet music out of her hands. A little bit. I was like wondering, I'm like, there was some, obviously some sort of protest going on, but it's not really specific what that is. And then mm-hmm. I was like wondering like, Oh, what, what time frame are we looking at? What's the, what's the political ramifications of all this? Um, mm. but not, there's nothing really that I could, that made, that I picked up on anyway. Okay. But anyway, so she's just kind of trucking along, and then she sees some tourists getting on a bus. And one of these tourists, taking pictures of the protest, looks exactly like her. Played by a different actress, right? Yeah, but not. Just, well. Yeah. Uh, did, did you ever watch the movie Enemy by one Denny Villeneuve? Yeah, it's, starring cr- it's one crazy Jake that... Gyllenhaal? It's crazy that they got a body double that was so similar mm-hmm. to Jake. It's also a movie very uh, color graded, shot with filters with doppelgangers. I but, mean, but maybe. Did, you know what this movie was missing? What? Giant, giant spider. I mean, you might not have seen it, but that doesn't mean it wasn't there. Did you see what happened off panel? I did not. What happened? Well... I can't tell you if you didn't. If well, you don't know. Well, you can't. You should. Because I don't well, know. The, the listeners might have missed it too. We were talking about giant spiders, and it's yeah. just like you're saying they didn't happen, but it's right. like off-panel. What about metaphorical spiders? Mm-hmm. Oh, those are the worst kind. But yeah. Maybe, but only maybe second to actual black widow spiders in your shed. Maybe you'll never know until you come over and and check. Yeah. Yeah. Can you go in there and just look for me? No, I'm good. So, Spend some time. So anyway, uh, Veronica starts getting caught up in this uh, this uh, choir stuff that she's going sure. to become a performer, but she's neglecting her her boyfriend. 
yeah. she, she's stuck and she's she's not spending enough time with him mm-hmm. um but there's also like these hints that there's something wrong with her health like she's clutching her body because <laughs> she's like something's happening and she just walks it off mm-hmm. um and then finally it's the big night of the performance with like weird eyebrow guy and that lady and she's performing and it's all mm-hmm. going swell and then she dies of a heart attack. We hey, we've all been there. Yeah. Night of the big show. A lot of pressure. Every Wednesday. A lot of pressure. We're here to perform. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure being on a podcast. People don't realize that. And then cha cha cha. We cut to, sand? We cut to France. Oh, okay. And we meet Veronique. Played by Irene Jacob. Who's a yeah. who's who's the woman that we saw boarding the bus in Krakow? The other woman. The other woman. Okay. Who looks exactly like her? Well, and that's crazy. For for reasons, for cosmic reasons, she feels sad about this without knowing why, because she's never met this person. She has no idea this person exists. There's nothing that connects these two other than they look exactly the same. But as the film kind of plays out. Um, these connections uh, are just there, matter of factly, without mm-hmm. any reason. It's there for you to contemplate and wonder: is there a reason, or is this just a situation? And this is just a two, kind of two character stories. I don't know if I call them studies. This is more of the study side of it. The second half, the back half, um, where um, I don't know. This she. She's she's into music, but I think mm-hmm. she's she's just a teacher. Uh, she yeah, she's a music. Oh, sorry. Teacher. Yeah, so she's like, but she's she's, she's in a choir also. Yeah, she also but not, is not in a, a choir, big fancy one. But she quits the choir. Yeah, well, she feels like it's not right anymore. That's right. But you know, what she, with much. But you know what she's dismay. you know what she's really into though, puppets. Jared, who, who Mar- amongst us she's, isn't? She's into marionette dudes. Well, I mean, when's the last time you saw a marionette dude? And I when have, you saw him, I don't, I don't think I've seen one in a a long time, unless you count like Mister Dress Up. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like if you did like see a, a marionette show that you would be like swept away? I would weep openly. Yeah, yeah, that does happen. There's some a very upset children at this uh, puppet show. Uh, yeah, the one, the one kid just bursts into tears. It's a distressing show. Very. It. I mean, it is. That guy puts. He puts it all out there, man. He's channeling his emotion mm-hmm. into the puppets. Do you recall the uh, musical piece um, that she's leading her class with, uh, which is the same piece performed by the uh, Veronica woman who died? Do you, do you recall? Yeah. It. Um. <clears throat> it's something kind of like. Uh, we call it chaos jazz. It's kind of like boom, 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 boom. It, it, there's Stab. no, there's, yeah, there, and there's no real like structure to it. You know, it's uh, it's free form. Van den Budenmeyer scat man. Oh yes, of course. My yeah, favorite, my favorite. Yeah, Scatman Carruthers didn't have the privilege of uh, working with it, mm-hmm. but if if he did, if he did, no, damn. <laughs> so that's that's like uh, my opinion. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. uh, the film begins to have m- mysteriousnesses where she's being followed mm-hmm. by, by by puppet men. And she receives a package 
with a, uh, with, with a shoelace in it. An unmarked package. Oh, no return or, or, address. No return address. But then she starts doing some detective work about stamps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She asked the postman at one point. Yeah. He's like, this came from Paris. And she goes, okay. Perry? Oh. Mm-hmm. Oui. That's what, she, that's what she says. That's right. Yeah. So, so yeah, we, we get some... Um, she, she becomes very entranced with the, the puppeteer man, mm-hmm. uh, Alexander Fabry. Yep. Um, who, who is also a writer of children's books. Mm-hmm. But he'd like to branch out into real books, I think he says at one time. Like R.L. Stein style? Yeah, not like Goosebumps, like young, but like young, Fear young, Street. Young adult? Yeah, yeah, the Fear Street series. That was for geared towards young adult. Yeah. I saw R.L. Stein put out a comic the other day, and he, he tweeted a warning. He said, warning, this isn't the regular one for the kiddos. This is part of the mature line. Oh, and everyone man. went, oh, shit. Yeah. R.L. Stein. Uh, so then, so then we also get cassette tapes mysteriously sent to her father. Uh, yeah, and then she gets them. Yeah, she gets them, and there's uh recordings of sounds, and we, so we get some binaural uh experience, which I think kicked off the popularity of binaural sound uh walks, probably amongst yeah. many many artists uh for about twenty years. What's that thing that's really popular now, like ASR or ASMR? A- 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 or ASMR, uh-huh. Yeah, I, I was thinking I think, the very similar thing. Well, I think we're very popular amongst that crowd, too. You know, We when are? You, when you go, you know, one of those? You know that? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> someone, just, someone just went in their pants, RJ. Uh... <laughs> I couldn't handle it anymore. <laughs> hey, buddy, if you want bodily sounds... Well, it's more, it's more, I got it's, Isn't it more incidental? I think it's like things like, uh, r- r- yeah, there you go. I got one. It's like, you know, you crack your fingers, you rip a fart, and then, yeah, scratching. Crack your neck. Can you, go, you got one for you? Oh! <laughs> there was a bigger one. I don't know if you're, you know, actually, you know what, you know what always cracks on demand is my foot. So if I hold this up. Oh! <laughs> Uh, he's doing it. He's doing it. Jerry can. Uh, I mean, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he shouldn't describe what he was uh, looking at. There. Th- this is the real double life. This is the double life. So uh, I so, got a lot of creaks and cracks, my man. Yeah, that sound though. It's it's like the sound of a car exploding. Yeah, a car exploding, mm-hmm. and then a creaky door, mm-hmm. and then a lady going, "Excuse oh, me." Th- I think this is where the postage stamp thing comes in. This, yeah, this package with the the frightening or, or, oral experience of listening to it, you know, uh, oral sensations. I I've heard, I've heard. I haven't had the uh, distinct privilege yet, but I've heard. Yeah. yeah, and so she goes and checks. She goes and checks it out where this explosion happened, and there, there's there's the puppet man. He's just and he's just hanging out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's he doing? I don't know. Waiting. He's working on a new book. She says, "How long did you wait?" Because he, he's and doing he... he's doing research. Yeah. Uh, so he's he'll be he's like your incel for the evening. I think his RJ. Yes. Yeah. Well, so she goes because she believes that this man has a distinct connection to her, and that this is a like the way I saw it was that she she feels like this is 
something that is like willed by the universe. And then she goes and she says, so how come? And he goes, I don't know. I just wanted to see. And she goes, what? And he's like, I didn't know if anyone would ever meet a stranger. I was just checking it out. She gets a little upset by that, Jared. Mm-hmm. A little upset. What'd she do then? Um, then she goes goes and goes to sleep with this guy. Well, she tries to run away. Yeah, because she's uh, deeply embarrassed. Uh, because well, she's, uh, I, think, I think she's mad because this this dude's uh, mind game is mind games yeah. in her. Well, he says he's researching a book. He just didn't think he didn't believe that anyone would ever just go meet a stranger based on like a mystery. This is some real Claire's knee energy. Yes, this is. Uh, and so she's kind of mad and embarrassed. And then she runs away, goes to her hotel and then he's at her hotel. And uh, he's like, let me come upstairs. I'll explain. She's like, all right. And then she's like, I got to go drop one in the toilet. So she goes to the bathroom. And then when she comes out, he's just asleep. So she goes to sleep, too. And then they wake up and do things. They do things. Uh, they, they go through her handbag. There's uh, photos from when she was taking the pictures. Yeah. There is a very strange explanation of lip chap that uh where what is this uh you know it's uh when your lips uh get a dry he goes huh your lip a uh, dry like he doesn't understand what lip chap this, is and uh, this is like a real beefsteak moment it's a beefsteak and i was uh i was not like i i wouldn't say put off by that but i was i was like what do you he doesn't know what lip chap is nope so no he doesn't but this is when she realizes that there's a person that looks exactly like her. Yeah, there's a picture, and she thinks it's her. But it's not. It ain't her. It ain't, I was the one taking the picture. That ain't it, Chief. It ain't her. And uh, they go, yeah, it's, it's crazy. She kind of looks like you. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Then every, and everyone laughed. Everyone laughs. Yeah, And then they do it. And then they do it. Yeah. The thing. Go, the, uh, they, un- they go to town. They do the uncatholic thing. And then uh, she sleeps for a while, and then she wakes up, and she goes to a shop, and then uh, she finds some more discoveries. Yeah. Right, Jer? More marionettes. More marionettes. and uh, her. He is somehow, within <laughs> minutes, uh, sculpted a uh, very likeness of uh, this lady. And she goes, is that me? And he goes, but of course, Sherry. Oh, uh, and then, uh, so he's explaining, he's like, yes, of course I made it. And then she sees another one. She says, why is there two? And he says, well, you know, uh, these things, I handle them a lot. They get damaged pretty easily. Oh. So he has to make two and then he plays with it while the other one is lifeless mm-hmm. on the table. Jared, do you know about metaphors, metaphors? Have you ever heard of symbolism? <sighs> do you even know about poetic justice <laughs> i know that i know that spike lee movie yeah uh no what what is that uh not poetic irony but um i don't know some some shit that some, people are probably some, really into <laughs> something for the dylan frews out there who dylan fa haven't heard from him for a while think he's dead no nah, he's still watching movies a bot of a bot at least is he could have pro- programmed a letterbox bot that's true 824, seven stars. <laughs> I, I don't know if Dylan Fruz is an 824 guy, but, you know, I know Sugarhead is. He's a big fan. 
big fan. Big fan. He's, yeah. he's going to check out Vampire soon. Ah, I mean, someone's got to, right? Um. So anyway, something, something, something. Uh, she she goes and touches a tree. Yeah, and then it cuts to her dad. Yeah. He's like, yes. And then it ends, and I looked away for a second, and then I saw the credits roll, and I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, slow down there, Cochise. <laughs> I, said, I said, what happened? I was like, I thought this chick was touching a tree. And then I rewound, and I said, oh, she did touch the tree. Aren't you familiar with metaphysics? Uh, is that the Grant Morrison yeah. book? It's 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 all about super gods is about. Oh, okay. You know, Isn't there a passage in Super Gods about how Superman doesn't have to uh, go to the toilet because he, his body's that efficient at digestion? Sounds about right. You know about yeah. the, you know about the metaverse. You know about, uh, you know, is that the multiverse? The no, Doctor Strange film or uh, Facebook? Oh, that takes place in Paris. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it? It's one of my favorite settings. Very. Oh. So anyway, I yeah. have actually seen Double Life of Veronique before. This, so this you is, this, have? This was a rewatch for me. I watched this eight, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and this was the thing that made you go, I want to start a podcast on this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'll never regret it. Nope. Not nope. ever. Nope. How could you? How could I? So you watched it eight years ago. Do you own this film? Yes. Oh, interesting. I did. I was one of those uh, blind buys, though. Yeah, and you're like, German film, two actresses in the same role. How could I lose? Yeah. Hey, how do you feel about puppets where you can see you can totally see the puppet man's hands, the hands. in it? The direct intervention in interference with the puppets. So I was a little confused by that, but I, I'm not in big puppet world like the right. big puppet world so i was like maybe this is some kind of avant-garde like puppetry where it's just like listen i'm gonna be in there with the puppets you ever seen forgetting sarah marshall Jarrett? uh yep do you remember the puppetry in that one vaguely because hey, they're in there with their bodies so so the guy who worked on the puppets here a yeah. guy named bruce bruce schwartz oh, yeah. uh i just yeah. want i just want to say here the, my favorite passage here following his career in theater arts for which he received a MacArthur Fellowship. He co-founded the grassroots Pasadena Yoga Co-op in 1994 and now owns and manages Yoga House in Pasadena with Farzana Nuri. Bruce has been teaching yoga since 1998. Amazing. I love it. I couldn't think of anything better. No. You know what I mean? Like, that sounds incredible. Hey, so uh, Roger Ebert, uh, when he reviewed oh, this film, he yes. said that the movie has a hypnotic effect. We are drawn into the character, not kept at arm's length with a plot. What do you think he means by that? Well, as discussed last week, I think we have, we, have, we know a lot about what uh, film critics like to do when they're watching movies, especially yeah. with you know what I... young, lovely ladies. Yes. You know what I'd like to ask Roger Ebert? But he's I'd dead. Like... He can't. But you could like seance him. I, I would seance him. And you know what I'd say? I'd say, Roger, can you define plot to me, please? And I'd, I'd like to see what he says. You know mm. what I mean? What do you think he'd say? He said, plot's the thing that gets in the way of a great story. I don't yeah. know. And they said, the guy who disliked The Mummy Returns. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. Probably. 
Roger Ebert, the mummy returns. Mm-hmm. Let's see what Roger Ebert gave this. Two stars, Ebert gave it. He said that he believes The Rock has an acting career ahead of him. Damn. <laughs> you really like that scorpion. He he really liked that scorpion. Uh, yeah. Would you agree if Jenny Jadini on Double Life of Veronique that it is a, in, in many ways, a small miracle of cinema? I mean, Jared, isn't every movie kind of like a miracle? Because, every, like... Every film is birthed into this world by the... Uh, the rending of the creative membrane retching forth as as i sit here in the rain with my clown makeup exactly all life's a miracle man like it's pretty incredible that out of like 18 billion sperm you were like the one who broke through so So people so yeah uh, this movie like i the first time i watched this movie i i i really liked it because sure I, i feel like at the time i might have been watching some things that were not like this at all but yeah. most importantly i watched it by, by with free choice it, it was not out mm-hmm. of a sense of obligation or uh spite w- yeah having to like well i uh, having to watch it because i have to yeah. watch it every week so which which is important because that is because this, a critical element because because that is the one of the the fatal flaws with the design of the criterion creeps podcast is sometimes often actually consistently Movies are foisted upon you, whether or not you're in the mood or have the interest to watch yeah. them. So this time out watching this movie, and I, I have I've watched uh, Kieslowski movies before. I've seen the Three Colors trilogy. Liked you have? I have seen all three of those uh, years oh, ago. Okay. I liked them all. I really liked Red. Uh, White is funny. Blue. Eh, I, the only time I saw it, I wasn't crazy about it. And I've sure. started watching. I watched the first one or two of the Decalogue. And those were really good, so I, I like I like Kislowski. Watching yeah. this though this week, I don't know. It there just wasn't anything that I don't know. The movie felt a little too free floating to me. It didn't it didn't, and I don't know why that was. Other than maybe uh, my my full attention wasn't really on it necessarily because I feel like I've seen this movie before, and watching it again, it felt new. Like I, I vaguely mm-hmm. remembered kind of bits and pieces of it, but there just seemed like, I don't know, something missing. Do you think, now consider this, what if Jason? What, this is like the double life of Jason? Well, no, 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 it's still the double life of Veronique, but what if Jason was a character in this film? Like, what if Jason was the lawyer? Actually, no, because the lawyer was awesome. I wanted more of him. What if Jason was, like, the maestro? Would that have improved this film for you? <laughs> the maestro. Yeah, you know the maestro? What do those guys... We've talked about this before. I still don't understand that guy's job. Like, the maestro? Like, he doesn't do anything. He's just there. He's just there. Now we're just we're, we're bringing it all back. So what if Jason? That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, that's like my opinion. Okay. So yeah, um, <laughs> second second viewing. I don't know. Even better than the first? No, I, I liked what it was going for at the time. But the one thing I don't like is the, the color 
stuff with the film. Okay. The look of the movie I found, it just is an effect that I think inspired a lot of people, uh, like your Steven Soderbergh's. Uh, and it's kind of it's like got a, the Mexico filter. Yeah, but it's the yeah. if it's the French filter and the Polish filter. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah. And he, he really pushes those boundaries of those of that color trilogy, I think. And yeah, I remember with Amelie, or like Amelie is another one of those movies that's got those really rich colors that I just don't know if I'm registering properly. And mm-hmm. it makes me kind of go, Am I looking at this bright? Or, or am I am probably I, not? I'm probably, I'm, I'm obviously not because unless Kislevsky is uh colorblind himself, he's making the movie. Oh, the, the, right, where me and Christopher Nolan are over here. Both in clown, sad clown makeup, uh, saying I could see color right. Uh, we, love, a, we love blue and yellow, though. What about Alfonso uh, Alfonso Cuarón uh, and uh, his uh, grayscale? Oh, how's that for the colorblind folk? Uh, it's it's black and white, but it looks like fake black and white. Ah, uh, well, it is fake black and white, sure. That's what I mean. It's fake. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's insincere black and white. Oh, well, one day you'll see for yourself. Or won't, or will I? Well, you might not be alive by Roma. But, but like, Peterson's kids will take over the podcast by then. Ooh, that'd be fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, RJ, what did you think of the double life of Veronique as a first-time viewer? Um, do you want to guess, or do you want me to just go? Just go. Have you ever seen a film called uh, I Know Who Killed Me? Starring Lindsay Lohan. I have not seen that movie. I I, I, I plan to see uh, see it at some point. That was gonna. My review was going to be that. Just a link to the letterbox page of I know who killed me with Lindsay Lohan. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a spoiler post, of course. But I, I couldn't resist uh, my um, my sick uh, sick review. But um, the reason I say that, and I don't want to spoil it, but. Uh, are you looking it up right now? I'm refreshing my memory about the details of this movie. Can, I think it was a. You sin- should read. The- I think it's got a Cinescore. Of, I got got one. It's got one of those F class films. Um, uh, can I read you the synopsis of? Uh, I know who killed me. Yes. Okay. Well, you so, know, you know who produced this film, though. Uh, I do not. Actually. Frank uh, Manchusco Jr. Does that name? Well, does that remind you of anything? That name. No. Also, the producer of several sequels, uh, Friday the 13th. Oh, okay. Two, so, three, four, five. Totally se- checks out. Seven. Species. Cool World. Oh. Cool World? No. Oh, shit. Uh, that's cool. So here's the tagline for I Know Who Killed Me. There are two sides to every crime. Okay. An idyllic small town is rocked when Aubrey Fleming, a bright and promising young woman, is abducted and tortured by a sadistic serial killer. When she manages to escape, the traumatized girl who regains consciousness in the hospital insists that she is not who they think she is and that the real Aubrey Fleming is still in mortal danger. Now, I don't want to spoil this 2007 classic film by Chris Silverstone, the man who brought us All Cheerleaders uh, Die and The Lost. You remember The Lost, Jarrett? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so I don't want to spoil this film from this uh, pivotal filmmaker. But uh, when I was, I, I think about half an hour into uh, Veronique, I was like, it's kind of like that Lindsay Lohan movie. <laughs> uh it's that that one takes that movie's got a way different turn in it like uh mm-hmm. obviously but uh that's all i could think of i was actually gonna i was gonna text you like two days ago and be like hey you should watch uh you should watch <laughs> i know who killed me for this podcast uh because i feel like this is a connection that hasn't been made yet Okay. Might have. Who knows? We'll see if anyone says it in the in the reviews. But uh-huh. so this is a this is like a doppelganger movie though, which I have a tag for. Yeah, this I, is I, a doppelganger movie. I, I like I like some doppelgangers. This is like art house doppelganger action, and I I would this is because I'd say this is uh more obtuse than say Possession, the yeah. incredible Polish film, uh, all time classic, yeah. which is set in Germany. <laughs> Um, but aren't involved, they all aren't they all no they're not but this possession is that movie yep. is incredible uh remember yep. remember us that's what that's, uh, i do remember us that's what doppelgangers yep i do remember us you remember uh, uh remember uh schizopolis that's about doppelgangers i do remember schizopolis hey, have you ever seen that uh one horror movie cam about the webcam girl that's got doppelgangers uh i have not that sounds cool though how about the double with jason eisenberg Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, Jesse. Yes, sir. Jesse. I I have seen that. That the uh, that one dude from the IT crowd made that movie. Oh, Richard Iodi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that movie's okay. That's about doppelgangers. Yes, it is. Hey, yes, did you ever is. see the movie The Broken, directed by Sean Ellis, starring uh, uh, Lena Headley or Hetty? Uh no, I have no. not seen that one. That movie is real, just okay. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. What other doppelgangers you got? Those are my doppelgangers. Hey, have you ever seen a movie called I Know Who Killed Me? I have not. Still. <laughs> I uh I would I would very much like you to add that to your creeptober list. It's probably on Tubi. Probably. I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say that it's probably on Tubi. Uh that's a that could have if Tubi originals existed at the time that that would have been the first two yeah so this this is on my list of cinema score grades of f list that i've watched half of but i've not seen this one entry it's a it's a perfect creeptober film because you're not going to burn this movie at any other time during the year well actually you might because of the cinema score thing yeah well there's i mean i've got that i've got the box which i've never seen oh yes frank langella yeah remember the churning Mm-hmm. Remember mm-hmm. the remember the devil inside. I do, I do. Remember the Grudge from twenty twenty. Uh, the Sarah Michelle Geller one. I remember. Uh, no, that's different. Oh okay. Uh, what about Silent House from twenty eleven with Elizabeth Olsen? Sounds great. You know, all sounds great. Great F. Yeah. Well, I mean, just Mother the way was I like my F meat. Too, though, just the right? way I like my meat. Well, I mean, Taco Time has grade E meat yeah for excellent e for excellent yes uh and so anyways uh i i um i couldn't shake it i should have i should have texted you a couple days ago and just been like you should watch this movie um i keep in mind i watched that movie when it came out in 2007 uh so like that's 15 years ago now but uh, that's all i could think about when i was watching this thing did, did you watch it for Lindsay lohan 
I'd prefer not to disclose my uh, personal information. Oh, did you make a film review of it as well? I don't believe I uh, reviewed that at the time. You, 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 re- you reviewed it so hard. I uh, I don't believe so. I don't believe so. But uh, let's just say I watched it. Okay? Let's just say. Let's just say. Uh, so anyways, I threw this on. And uh, after I got past that, uh, I had a few things where I was like, I think I think this movie is like... Um, I think it's good. Like, I think it's yeah. a decent movie that I could see people really liking. Mm-hmm. There were a few things that, like, kind of annoyed me that took me out of it. Uh, so, like, I don't think this is, like, a real good movie or anything like that. But I was like, I can see why this was a movie that, like, first time in a while, I was kind of like, eh. It's like, I see why this is here, kind of. Um, but it all it also does have, like, some things that I was like, meh. Um, so it's, it's not a, it's not a total slam dunk by any means. Um, I actually, as a color scene, a a color abled individual. Yeah. Uh, I actually did like the, uh, the coloring in this thing. And, uh, I do think it, uh, color, like color aside, I thought it looked pretty good where I was like, I was like, this is a nice looking movie. Like, um, uh, it's crisp. It's crisp. Crisp. Uh, I I thought they um I don't know I thought the camera had a good kind of movement to it. I was like I like how this is moving around and how it's framed and stuff. Like uh, I'm not gonna pretend like I know how that stuff works, but uh, I was like this is nice to look at. Uh, and I do I do like a good doppelganger story. One like this. Like I absolutely hate doppelganger stories where it's misplaced identities where it's just like uh like you know the thing where it's like a person like you know how i hate mind control and brainwashing doppelganger fits in there too because i think that's really lazy uh but i i didn't mind it in this because i was kind of like it's not used in that sense where it's like it's not mistaken identity it's just two people who are have like uh like you know what i mean what do you think about devil possession Devil possession's okay uh, for is me it, is because it not, is it not brainwashing? It is, but the thing about devil possession is, I believe that it is usually, and I'm not going to say always, but I'd say four times out of five, devil possession is known almost instantly, where they go, "This dude's cursed" or "This dude's possessed," and then it's just like they know that it's not the person doing that. The thing that I hate about brainwashing is it's like it's a character unknowingly doing things and everyone else thinks everything is fine. But in devil possession, it'll be like a little kid, like taking a shit on the floor and they'd be like, that's out of character. Or, and then the kid's head handle. spins or on a door handle. <laughs> and then, well, that's why you got to get the thing to open the doors. Um, call that Ezra Millering. Am I right? Yes. Yes. That too. But then immediately after the kid takes a shit, their head spins around like a thousand times. And then the parents are like, oh, maybe something's wrong with Bill. So, like, I'm OK with devil possession as long as it's um, as long as it's made aware early. I'm fine with that. But, yeah, so, like, I don't I, I don't love when it's when they do the thing where it's just like a person is doing something and they're like, he's great. But this one I can't, I didn't mind because there's no like there's no impact of each of those persons on the other's life. It's just that they're living similar lives and they have like, uh, like she feels a, a sway because of it. And I was like, that's cool. Or I was like, I was like, I don't mind that. Um, there's some stuff that I, I, I was not into like 
her like the first all the relationships with boys or like with the dudes i was kind of like i don't care about this mm-hmm. i was like i'd way rather see like two more like choir practices and you know i hate choir and band like choir band and drama kids i hate them what they're about, the worst what about choral kids those two they're all the same so like i was like i gotta take taken another opera instead of uh these romantic endeavors um so i was like not into that the puppet show i was kind of like i was like i like this i like these puppets (laughs) (coughs) asmr and then um uh like the dude is super i don't know like i take this as incel fanfic instead of just incel because i feel like this I feel like this is written by a dude in the sense where like, well, like, but it's like a dude perspective kind of movie. It's written by two dudes named Kristoff. Of course. Of course. But like, uh, so this guy is like, I just want to see if you'd come. And then the girl like kind of stays anyways. And it's just like, I don't know, man. I don't know. You're just sending this girl like shoelaces and stuff. And I know it's like symbolic to him, but uh, I felt like this courting of a stranger by this guy and like waiting he's like i waited here for 48 hours for you i was like hmm i know this type of game i've seen this before my friend on cuck.com you know what i mean jer he knows what i mean uh so anyways i thought that was kind of weird um but i don't know there was a some stuff i thought was good like i think it looks good and i actually do like the story with these two like the two characters but uh, there's a lot of other stuff in this movie. All the stuff with dudes. The author guy kind of I wasn't huge into. So I don't know. I think this movie is fine. Like, yeah, I liked it more than I thought I would. But it's still not. Uh, I, I don't consider it as a, uh, a big win in the Criterion Creeps uh, endeavor. We're still looking for one of those. I mean, we've gotten close. Well, it's been a while. Yeah, we've gotten close. The last big win for us was probably, I'm going to say, Henry V. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Actually, like, the last big win, I don't know, maybe Autumn Sonata. <laughs> Whereas, like, a surprising movie like I, that I, like, I was like, ooh, I really like this. I was like, I was totally surprised by this. Autumn Sonata was maybe that. That was, like, five years ago. <laughs> Fuck. That's a bummer. Is, is that all? Well, Harry Carey. I'm looking at my top 20. Okay. Or, well, Autumn Sonata's 27. Like, there's good what, movies. What in about there. the Browning version? Browning version was good. There Browning go. version was good. Yeah. I like that one. Especially because the Brown. Do you know about Brown? <laughs> What about the apple smuggling? That was also very good. Thieves Highway. I did like the fruit focus in that movie. This this week's movie, very little fruit. So we watched that uh, January, or I watched it January 31st, 2021. Man, it feels like a lot longer. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot longer. And that's sad. It really is. Hey, you want to hear from people who hate this movie? I guess. Okay. Well, 
Half a star from Terry Fritz. Sorry, Trey Fitz. Trey Fritz. I don't get it. And I really don't like how this looked. Half a star. Trey Fritz is uh, just here keeping track. Which I think is the exact point of uh, Letterboxd. They're from Saskatchewan, Jarrett. Holy shit. Favorite films, Fallen Angels, The Graduate, Enter the Void, mid-90s. They just gave Gummo two stars. They just gave Requiem for a Dream a half a star. Man. Jarrett. A half a star not, not for mid-90s. Requiem. Not, not mid-90s good. Not mid-90s good. Not mid-90s uh, good. How about... They gave Thin Red Line a one and a half, too. Oh, man. Tough Damn. crowd. Damn. Hey, we got Eric. Oh, a- sure. Half a star. You just became emotionally distressed, so let me just fuck you. <clears throat> fuck out of here, you Polish bozo. <laughs> Christoph Kolowski, or however you say it, spell it. If this... If was... If was this? Where were you going with this? Huh? You motherfucker. Bullshit. Highly aggressive, this person. Uh, one of their uh, their bio is watching movies because I'm depressed. Oh, and I go, welcome, okay. Welcome to the club. Yeah. Welcome to Letterboxd, friend. Uh, they also have Fallen Angels in uh, their favorite films. Interesting. Uh, and then Columbus from 2017, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. And then Holes, the Shia LaBeouf classic. Holy crap. Uh, they gave X four and a half stars, the Ty West <laughs> film. And uh, I don't, uh, this review is not great, but I like what, they, they gave the Batman four stars and they said the Danosaur didn't disappoint. And uh, I kind of <laughs> like calling Paul Dano the Danosaur. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's that's pretty good. So I'll give him that. Eric uh, shooting fire. I like that one. I like, I like that it. one. I don't know. I just laughed. Polish bozo. <laughs> you think this guy? Oh, you think this guy's German? Uh, last one. We'll go with Grace is Beast. Okay. Uh, half a star. This movie gave me the creepiest feeling the whole time. I do not like it. I am scared. Jared, would you believe that this person also likes Fallen Angel? No, I wouldn't. I'm just, that. I'm just kidding. Uh, their bio is: I watch bad movies, so that's cool. <laughs> um, they have a aesthetic. Uh, favorite films are Labyrinth, Stardust, Edward Scissorhands, and Paris, Texas. A lot of people like that. Yeah, they have starred Stuart Little. This you, person. Man, I wonder, I wonder what's so bad about it. But they five-starred the Cat in the Hat. So why is Stuart Little a half a star, but Cat in the Hat is a five-star? Don't quite understand. Any final thoughts on Double Life of Veronique? I mean, I think this movie is a movie that exists. Ooh. <laughs> Check it out. Am I enticing it's you? It's playing at multiplexes near you. Roger Ebert gave it a rating. It's, it's on his great movies list. He gave it a rating. Yeah, four stars. Is it better than Richard the Third? I don't know. Just as good. Just as good? Yeah, sumptuous. Is it better than Billy Liar? Probably. No. 
Billy Liar is not very good. Uh, yeah, not my favorite Kislowski film. Billy Liar? No. Uh, Double Life, if you were to ask me today. But oh, okay. Eventually, we'll be watching all of them. No, we won't. Yeah. After the break, um, yes. RJ and I are going to fuck with puppets. We're doing what? I'm going to fuck with them. What make do you mean? We want to make them do stuff. But you know what's going to happen then? Charles Band's going to show up, and he's going to turn those puppets against us, and we'll be fighting for our lives in our, in our hot Criterion Creep special. That's right, folks. Puppet Master C. We've already done Puppet Master. <laughs> Is that what the CM stands for in CM Punk? Puppet Master? Creep Master. A creep, puppet, creep, a puppet master, creep, creep master, punk, creep master, punk. That's where you get. What it. would CM Punk ever write a puppet master movie? Do you think? Absolutely, he would. Yeah, yeah. would it be like Zollers? It would be terrible. Yeah, you can't make a good one. They've tried. Probably, like, the real answer is sitting on the toilet, but the answer that works best with this episode in the last two minutes is creating an army of evil puppets. Okay. You don't think they're perhaps watching Morbius on Netflix? (laughs) Are you telling me that it's Morbin time, Jared? Uh, I might be suggesting that. Are you going to watch this for Creeptober? No. But you brought it up. I just saw, I just saw an ad, and I went, "Oh my god!" You should watch. How Elvis. bad is it? I'm not gonna watch either of these one-word titled movies. Give me, you have, to, you have to put at least two words into a title for me to give it time of day. What if the title was Shit Boy with I'd, a hyphen? I'd be all over it. Shit Boy? Yep. Yeah. It's the origin of Shitty Bill, Jared. Holy fuck! Yeah. I, I, why am I not watching it already? We haven't written it yet. You can email us at criterioncreeps at gmail.com and tell us. Uh, send us your shit boy screenplays. Yes. Please elaborate on the shitty Bill origin. Where do you think he came from? we got a Facebook page. We're on Instagram. We're on Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. I'm Jared Duncan. He's Barnwell. He's on Tumblr. we got YouTube. We've got a Patreon. And if you sign up on Patreon, folks. What happens? For, for $1. One buck minimum. You can join us on Discord, 
And then once in a while, we throw a bonus episode of us talking about TV shows. It's great. What else happens on the Discord? Uh, RJ Bull- gets bullied. So if you want to, if you want to, like, just make fun of RJ incessantly, mm-hmm. I have, a, I have a place for you. I'll send you a link. Is there a Discord channel that is okay for, like, is it Christian friendly? Nope. Jarrett. You got it. What about Mark Wahlberg? We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. We're on the Halo app. We're going to pray up. Next week, RJ. Yeah. Praying. Uh, Pray for us all because we're watching William Greaves' Symbio Psycho Taxoplasm from 1968. Is that good? I don't know. What do you? How does that movie sound to you, RJ? It's, I think it's uh, experimental. Sounds like uh, Shitsopolis. Huh. It kind of does. Like, not like not that it's a super similar word, but in the sense that it's like this sounds like the same kind of movie that someone who would make something called Schizopolis would make. Directed by a guy named William Brees. You also call a guy like that Bill. And what what do we know about people named Bill? Maybe we'll find out next week. We're gonna find out. Shitting on door handles. Can't wait. Get your get be your door excited. handle opener be, today. Be excited. Be Ooh. Excited. Be be excited. Good night. That's a new one. I like it. <laughs>